king in the north. The 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 king in the north. <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To my right, I got Dr. Dadney. And to my left, I got PhD in history of Westeros studies. Westerosi studies. I got a PhD in a song of ice and fire. And we're ready to do this. <laughs> yeah, and I we, but we basically have half the Citadel at our house, uh, the <laughs> Citadel Library. Uh, and I am Stevie August. We're you have that first hallway that Sam walks through. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the bonus cast. What the, the fuck? What the fuck happened? What the fuck, dude? This episode happened. wasn't supposed to be better than the one before. I know. Like, Chris has been saying for weeks and weeks, well, yeah, episode two's going to suck, though. So. <laughs> episode two's going to wrap gonna up. Suck up. It's going to be you know a wrap-up. Every up. season, you need to say that same thing, and <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get these really great episodes in. I guess. That Jesus. was the best finale. It was amazing. I think that oh might God. have been like one of my favorite episodes. I, so far, everything favorite. I saw, Absolutely. I thought I think it's my favorite because it was such a, it was such a build up. That's a thing. It was such a relief. They, they Everything did. was like, dude, we got so many, so payoffs. well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what so I mean. So many payoffs. That's why it was like it was the gun finally. So fired. many Chekhov's guns. Yeah, dude. the gun finally fired. Exactly. <laughs> On everything that we've been wanting, like, oh man, the shit that people have been waiting for for years. Some people twenty years. Yeah, yeah, the you know book I mean? reader, 20 years. 20, so, oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a game of those bones. I don't know why you would be, this is, this podcast is only going to be talking about, it's only got talk, so if you're listening to this, and you're worried about spoilers, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, kill yourself. Just, you know what, I don't even want you to write and review us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. But yeah, as we said in our last episode, um, we were last episode we completely skipped Got Talk because we wanted to save just do an entire bonus episode because so much happened and there's so much we want to talk about and there's a lot we actually need to clarify because a lot of people out there are confused about what happened. I don't know how the fuck you can be confused. It was pretty much on the nose with the everything, whole reveal yeah. of John. Like, uh, well, just everything. If you've been I, paying attention, like if you actually paid attention, just the show, I'm not talking about all the fucking bullshit that I pay attention to, but just the show alone, if you've actually paid attention, all the hits were laid out, everything was there, all you needed to know, and that last episode showed it. Like, yeah, it was just, right in your face. He's holding a baby, and then it switches straight to John. And the baby <laughs> kind of even looked like John. It was all mopey and no, fucking... <laughs> it was all mopey and emo. <laughs> just like John. <laughs> but it obviously shows... Just like everyone knows Ned Stark is the most honorable man in the Seven Kingdoms and honor killed him. It's said a bunch of times in the show. 
honor was his downfall sort of thing. And it's like, like even uh, Stannis uh, says it. Stannis said to Catelyn, like, your husband died for me and you're on the wrong bannerman right now because she went to go to Lord Renly. And Stannis also says, like, when uh, his wife says, like, oh, looking at Jon, his wife says, what do you care about some, like, tavern wench's bastard? He goes, that might that might have been, but, you know, that wasn't Ned Stark's way. Everyone knows this is so against Ned Stark's character to cheat at all. And, like, the whole, and, like, the whole just, the, the timeline does not add up for him having a kid. It doesn't. The timeline of the war does not add up for him to have this bastard. Well, he supposedly beat Arthur Dane, too, and we all saw that he didn't. So yeah, but that's an easy lie to get away with. <laughs> because he only got one witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, he totally killed Arthur Dane. <laughs> I was there, bro. You weren't there, bro. <laughs> there, bro. Were you we there? Were there, were you there? Let's, let's clarify right here, So, All right, so, okay, obviously, you fucks. Um, I've heard some people say that they think that Jon Snow's parents are... Ned Stark and Lyanna Stark, which is and very, some very Lannister of them. Which is <laughs> or Targaryen you are a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard people say uh, that. Okay, wait a minute. Who just not knowing who the dad is yeah, at all? I've okay. heard the same so thing. Leon, okay, so that's Ned's sister, right? Okay, okay, but okay, <laughs> who's the dad? It's like you're not paying attention. Yeah, because lays it all out. Like the whole first season, he pretty much lays it Some out. Some people didn't know who that was. They didn't even know who Liana was. Some uh-huh. people didn't know who that was. Like, who's that woman? And why does it matter? Who was in the Tower of Joy? Like, they don't know who was in the Tower. Even after the first Tower of Joy, earlier this season, he walks up and he goes, where's my sister? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, there's some people who, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. John's mom is actually Liana Stark, and his dad is actually Rhaegar Targaryen, the heir to the Iron Throne. That makes John the brother of Danny? Like, or the cousin of Danny? It's like, no, it's Danny's nephew. Yeah, are you <laughs> fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> so that's, we have to clarify. So you have the Mad King. He was Ares II. He was the king of all of all of Westeros, right? Burn it down! Burn it all down! Burn it down! Burn it down! <laughs> He had um, during uh, during the time that when the rebellion started, Robert's Rebellion, when it started, he had two children and a pregnant wife. His wife, of course, was a sister as well. But he had two sons. He had Rhaegar, who was fully grown and Rhaegar. and ready, and actually a really good man. Barristan Selmy talks about that. He was a great man. Everyone, Arthur Dane was his best friend. So was um, uh, Oswald Wint. Like they, everyone loved Rhaegar, who knew him. He was a great man. Played the harp. Didn't like to fight, but he was good at it because he knew he had to be. And we talked about this. Him actually being obsessed with prophecies. He didn't want to fight at all. He was a bookworm and he was a musician. And then out of nowhere, he read a prophecy and he he went to his basically his master, his at, arms. master at arms and he said, "I want you to train me how to fight." And he became a great fighter. But mm-hmm. still, it was a prophecy that like pushed Ar- him. Yeah. Arthur Dane level? No, no, he wasn't. Um, no, no, he well, was. He was. He wasn't that uh, legendary. But he definitely Legendary. was an elite fighter for and his time. And some may argue that the Barbosi are better fighters than the Westerosi. You know what I'm saying? You can argue <laughs> technically the Barbosi, from a technical uh, standpoint. The Barbosi, oh, the, the water Bravosi dancers, Bravosi are better water fighters. dancers, yeah, because okay. they're just but, they're the flow of them is just beautiful. Where's beautiful um, So where's uh, Jaycon? Hold, hold on, let me. Rank. I, know, I just want to know where he ranks. That, I just want to know where he ranks. As we a fighter, don't know he's not much of a fighter. He's an assassin. Yeah. Oh, it's not he's but he doesn't need a sword, so he's better than all the fighters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's a great, he's a great killer, but we don't know how he's a fighter. He doesn't fight you one on one. That's he, true. He kills mm. you in the shadows. Yeah, because you're the so back, back to the thing. So we, that's Rhaegar. So that's Rhaegar. He was the eldest son of the Mad King, and he's the one. 
who took Lyanna from the north and went south with her, and that's what was the the first thing that snowballed into the uh, Robert's Rebellion. Of course, after that, we had uh, a lot of other stuff. Anyways, so that's Rhaegar. That's the oldest uh, child of the Mad King. The second was Viserys, who we all know and hate because he was in like the first half of the first season. He don't was wake the dragon! Brother. I'm the blood of the dragon. He's like, don't you wouldn't you don't want to wake the dragon? So creepy, like grabbing her tits. Like he be perfect. He was more and like then, his father than anybody. It's he was like, such a little prick. So wait, he was really their son though. He was really the son He's of really Mad, the Targaryen. Mad King. Yeah. Viserys, like say, yeah. So it, why did he get burnt? Be, well, oh, you, oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, the whole Targaryens being immune to fire thing. Uh, that's like a. It's not like everyone. That's why oh. she. That's why she was saying, "Oh, he's not the dragon," or Rhaegar wasn't the last dragon. I'm the dragon. Basically saying like it's like a magical thing. Mm. And as of right now, like magic is entering back into the world, and it seems like because George has said that magic is like a seasonal thing. It comes and it goes, and magic is flowing yeah, back into the world. Season two was all over the. Fucking well, that's why place. they always say like, "Oh, well, magic hasn't been around for thousands or yeah, a thousand back, years." I mean, and even so, like, now we the have... maesters say that in the beginning to Bran because Bran's like, "No, I'm dreaming about this. I'm like warging," and he goes, "That's all magic and bullshit." And I, you see this right here, this fucking Valyrian still fucking little part of his change, yeah, part of his change, yeah. And he was like, "It's because I studied the fucking magic beyond or whatever." Some shit, the the the, yeah, in the Citadel. That's what they call it. They oh, don't, is he talking they don't the like, maesters. They don't the like, yeah, the, mace, the maesters hate uh, hate magic. Everything really? about magic, they hate calling it magic. They call it the higher mysteries. They all think it's bullshit. And after, but in they've fact, seen it happen, right? No, they like, they hide it. They don't believe they it. Here's the thing. It. There's like, okay, it's not in the show at all, which kind of it's kind of sucks. But uh, there's this thing. Okay, so after you've forged your maesters chain. Which, like, okay, so for the listeners out there, every maester has those chains that they wear. Mm-hmm. And Dave actually asked this question, and I want, that's all I wanted to clarify because he didn't know. Um, the, way, the reason why they wear those chains is because every link of that chain is a different metal. Every different metal represents a different area of learning, accounting, yeah. uh, oh, ravenry. Yeah. Um, it's like what's so it called? Are healing. They, do they get are some bigger? It's like, than oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the thing: it's is, like Boy Scouts. It's like the <laughs> badges. Yeah, for except Boy you Scouts. don't get raped. <laughs> Maybe we don't not. Know. <laughs> we don't know. Don't jump ahead, Chris. <laughs> we do not know. <laughs> yeah, that one guy was creepy. <laughs> he was pretty uh, at the Citadel. So, anyways, um, basically, what it is is you can stop learning as soon as your chain is long enough to reach around your neck. So there's some guys who have short-ass chains. Hmm. And the other guys, like Maester Lewin, who worked at Winterfell in the beginning of the series, has a long-ass chain, and he's a really renowned maester. And, of course, he has a Valyrian steel uh, link in his thing, which represents uh, studying higher mysteries. And he says only one maester in a hundred holds this. And he's been studying, he studied like crazy for like years and years and years. He's a really good one. Uh... And what happens is after you've forged your chain long enough, you're like, okay, I'm ready to do the thing. They give you like a couple of trials. And the last trial you do, like it's a graduating thing, is they, they say, you, all right, we're going to put you into a dark room. You can't see anything. And your job is to light this, and it's a glass candle. The glass candles are they're magic, they're magical items in the series. And they're basically made of – they're black, and like they don't actually light with fire. It's really weird. And it's like, the thing is like – Back, the, the stories are that like a long time ago they used magic to light this and they would be able to see like prophecies and like it was just a mag- magical thing. And the point is that you can't light this no matter what, especially in the dark. And the lesson is you're going to spend 24 hours in this cell with a magical item and not do shit with it to pound into your head that magic isn't real. Huh. That's what the maester's whole thing is for it. That's why they do this. That's why so a lot of people, they'll just grab the thing and they'll just sit in there for 24 hours and be like, all right, I'm just going to wait it out, not even try, because I know it's fake. All right, now I'm a maester. Oh. Some actually do try, but yeah. 
It that never lights? No. Damn. That's the thing. Like, they ha- uh, uh, a glass candle hasn't been lit in hundreds and hundreds of years until now. Uh, that's I won't say that's not that's barely mentioned, uh, but um, like ever since like the uh, dragons came back and like the fucking meteor across now like now glass candles are being able to be lit like the warlocks were able to light one and shit like that the warlocks of Karth yeah mm. they were able to light one and so like that's another like representative of, of the prophecy magic, magic well, coming back magic into the world. back and the prophecy of born of salt and fo- wait, born of smoke and fire right or salt and smoke salt and smoke yeah yeah Daenerys. Azor High. <laughs> Didn't someone, was it the red lady who shit out the shadow baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah she shit it out. Yeah. Yeah, so she shit it out of her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that thing? They're not going to ever bring that back up? It, again, did, no? it died. Like, it, it has one purpose, and that was to kill Renly, and then it died. Oh. Um, oh, I, we didn't even finish the thing. Back to Viserys. <laughs> we went way off. <laughs> Damn, that was like 14 minutes ago. <laughs> told you, told you we were going to go on for like two minutes. <laughs> Viserys, of course, gets killed by Khal Drogo by pouring uh, molted gold on I his head. I love that. You want a crown? I got your crown. Because that was the last got dragon. Got your crown, little nigga right here, bitch. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> a crown for That's what king. they did, dude. Uh-huh. That's the actual sound there. A crown for a king. <laughs> a crown that men will tremble to behold. That's what Danny says. That's my Danny voice. It was a chicken fire. She says my... she goes, fire cannot kill a dragon. I'm the worst for dragons. Another <laughs> hint, after a couple other hints that Danny is kind of immune to heat. We already got yeah, it. Yeah, when she, yes. Well, even first the first one was, episode. For the very first episode, it's like, she walks into the super hot yeah. thing and like, it's too hot, my lady. And she just walks in not giving a fuck. Sexy as fuck with her titties out, but you're not paying attention to the words because of her titties. Yeah, the, so you I got don't, distracted. You don't put that, <laughs> so you don't, you don't put that together of them saying, you know, that, oh, it's too hot, my lady. And then so wait, the dragons can't be killed by fire? No. Not even like wildfire or anything? Like what the That's dragons? a good question, actually. Kenny asked that question after we watched the sh- ep- last episode is because wildfire burns a lot harder and so hotter and it's a lot more dangerous than regular fire so maybe hmm. and they also say that during the doom of valyria that the it was so uh catastrophic that it was actually like h- fire was able to kill the dragons like it was that crazy so who knows hmm. yeah and then we get another you get another hint at danny when she has the eggs on the fucking uh, oh, the oh. dragon eggs burning on the coals she lifts them up and then her fucking her assistant goes up or assistant. handmaid goes up and grabs them. No, Danny, those are hot. And then she burns her hands. And then Danny looks at her friend's hands, the handmaids, and they're all fucking burnt. Danny's are fine. So that instantly right there, boom, you're getting Double more hands and more hands. Yeah, you're you just more it's like Abney said, if you if everyone that watches, if you go back and rewatch, now with what we know, you start paying attention, you, you start seeing so all these great little signs. Yeah, you get it. Because I'm rewatching better to watch like, it now. Like, yeah. it's almost almost better. Because I'm like I'm like, whoa. And, and even dude, if, this even is if you crazy. don't even if you haven't like watched the entire even if just watching the season one like if you're the first like watching season one and then instead of watching season two you just rewatch season one you'll pick up on all those things without having seen anything else that happens afterwards like you don't need to know how the shit ends in right. order to see these little clues and everything so just, you just need a second watch that's all it needs that's what I did after the first season came out I rewatched it and then the second season came out then I rewatched it there's little there's little hidden dragon eggs in, uh, in the show you know? <laughs> <laughs> alright so um, so that was so that was the second child of the Mad King was Viserys and then his wife, Rayella, was pregnant with Danny okay. during the rebellion. Okay. She was pregnant. Um, then, of course, uh, the whole fucking war happens. Um, Rhaegar dies, but only after he, he fought Robert Baratheon's hands at the Battle of the Trident. But not before he took Lyanna to the Tower of Joy in okay. Dorne. And while she's in the Tower of Joy, she is pregnant. And 
he has his best friends that are part of the Kingsguard, Rhaegar does, Sworn to protect him. Sworn to protect him. So he, if he kidnapped this girl and he didn't care about her, why would he set two people that were supposed to protect him, one of the best fighters in Westeros at the time, why would he give them away to protect something that Actually, he... Actually, he was he, number one. Arthur Dayne at that time was the so, best fighter oh, because yeah. Barristan Selmy, little bit slower, just a little bit, but also because he had Dawn, which gave him the edge even in Barristan Selmy's prime. He would have beaten him because of he had that sword. Oh shit! Yeah. So there you go. You get he sends these two guys away that are supposed to help him, and who knows? Because they even hinted at the fact that well, if we were on the uh, if we were on the battle of the trident, we probably your your king, the usurper, would been in the ground. Robert would be dead. But they were sent here to do a more important job, protecting Rhaegar's son. So it's not a rape because you get Sansa saying he she well he kidnapped her and he raped her. Sansa says that in the show. And Littlefinger, couple he, who knows, kind of looks at her like that's who knows, kind of. Um, I have a question. Whenever Robert referred to Lena, Liana, Liana, he always said that she was super beautiful and like one of the most that like that to was him, like something that he's always he just, said. He loved how she was wild like a tomboy. That was kind of the thing. Is she was a much she was much like Arya. Oh yeah, that's because Arya's um, tight. <laughs> I love Arya, dude. And wouldn't you want to date Arya? I mean, Hell come yeah! On. No, she'll kill me <laughs> if you act up. And if you're, as maybe you're as Ned Stark. Like, you're yeah. almost Ned Stark, homeboy. Maybe if you acted right, <laughs> she would ever keep you in line. And that's the thing is, that's one of the like the, the, uh, it's a, it's a that's a beautiful I think that, that's a whole series right there. Just that. The whole Robert's rebellion leading up to that, everything about how Robert I love fell, to Robert watch fell that, in dude. love with Liana because she was this wild girl who was a tomboy, like Stevie said. She wanted to learn how to fight. She wanted to be a warrior, and and she was and she could like they no you need to be a lady. She was like no nah, fuck you I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> and that's what made Ro- and Robert is used to these ladies. He's used to being a womanizer and fucking all these girls. Oh. And it was so easy. And now this girl's saying no to him. That and now she's sense. wild. And now I can't control her. Now he fell madly in love with her. And it's kind of an obsession as well. And she didn't reciprocate necessarily. We don't know that. She, we never hear anything about her wanting to marry him. Right. They were. A, it was an arranged marriage. He was happy about it. We all know that. And it seemed like a great match. It's like okay, this because Ned and Robert grew up together in the Vale, being fostered by John Aaron, which is why John Aaron helped them both out during the rebellion because he loved the two boys, helped raise them. They're like oh, kids shit. to him. That's crazy. They That's both, why he had him at his hand. Because he was like a father figure to him. Yeah, and, that, and we that's saw why like Ned a... was so upset when he heard that John Aaron died, and he went after what John Aaron was searching for. The reason John Aaron died because John Aaron yeah. said the seed is strong. So holy shit, I didn't know John Aaron was that yeah. close. Yeah, with the, dude. Dead. But you know, on an ass sidebar, are they gonna do? I hope that fans start to do what they did with Star Wars and start to make do a whole bunch of fan fiction. Yeah, that's make really, a whole that's bunch <laughs> of fucking stories that are actually good. That are actually fucking. Uh, that actually go with the storyline. What is it called? A uh, canon. Yeah. Like actual stories that are canon that go with the storyline. Because you're gonna find some books that are like, eh, this is dumb. This Most is shitty. Fiction sucks. But to hear the story of the of rebellion, it. to hear like what goes on after, to be to have Cersei and all them. Yeah, you at, should write it. <laughs> to have, who better to write it than Abby? Even like even okay. like a while later to have Cersei be looked at as like, oh, remember the Mad Queen and like remember that, remember that the usurper. So, that's, uh, we actually saw it's like in the beginning of this season when Bran's like first vision. We actually see, uh, there's a second vision, actually. It's when um, Hodor, when we see the tragedy of Hodor. Remember that episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like, Ned is leaving for the veil. They say, like, oh, er, oh, Ned, you're leaving. And he says bye to his younger brother, Benjen. 
and um, oh, yeah. he's leaving. He's leaving for the Vale, and when he goes to the Vale, and John Aaron, of course, is Lord of the Vale, came there. He picked up Ned, and then he also picked up Robert Baratheon, and so they were like ah, fucking twelve years old. And for like fucking several years, they taught him how to fight, taught him about the world, taught him all these things, and they grew up a lot together. And that's how they became best friends. And then, of course, like, well, we're best buds, man. You should marry my sister, man. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, you marry mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that was, like, the whole thing. And, um, of course, at the time, Ned's older brother, Brandon, was, like, being raised to be the Lord of Winterfell. And he was an arranged marriage to Catelyn Tully. Star. Oh, Catelyn Tully. Yeah, there you go. To Cat- yeah, to Catelyn Tully. That was going to be his wife. And Catelyn is the daughter of no, well, is, Tully. Uh, yeah, the uh, River, River Run. Run. She's born in River Run, and the Lord of is um, I don't remember his name. I don't know. Black, oh uh, yeah, it's Black. Uh, the Blackfish's dad, uh, brother. Yeah, brother. Oh, that's right. her uncle. Okay. Yeah, Hoster Tully. That was his name. Did we ever see him? No, we never saw. Did we see the? Toys I think he died. No, did yeah, he die? Yeah, they talk about his funeral in season. Yeah, they three. talk about his death in the book too, I believe. So yeah. But anyways, uh. That, <laughs> um, and then of course, it, it, like as after a tournament, a tournament, a huge tournament was ha- held at Heron Hall, and um, everyone from all over the kingdom showed up, and they were all doing this crazy stuff, and it was like this huge celebration. At the time, Rhaegar is married already, and he has two kids already. His Who's wife he married to? <laughs> is Elia Martell. Oh, the what? Vipers the Viper was sister. the Viper. That was, was his sister. Oh, I was, like, I was thinking maybe that was another one of the a Targaryen right there. The Viper, the Viper. <laughs> so, no, no, no. It was, it was just by marriage. It was by marriage. But like he was actually incredibly close with Elia. Like they were, you know, they grew up together very close. Who, Rhaegar or uh, no, uh, Oberyn? Oberyn. Yeah, Oberyn. The brother um, and sister, but yeah, they were. They're very, very close, and they had the older brother Doran, who was a lot older, so he wasn't as close to them as they were to each other. But still, they were close. And uh, at this time, I believe Oberyn was exiled already from from Westeros because of some shit. What, are you just banging too did. many people? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you got to get was, out. You can't be yeah, fucking dude, all these people. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. You can't fuck the queen. Listen. Listen. I'll fuck whoever I want. <laughs> I'll fuck whoever I want. <laughs> Here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing is Oberyn Here's the funny thing Oberyn was 16 And he went to Lord Ironwood's house To be a f- He was he was being fought Like Ned and Robert Got fostered at the Vale By John Aaron uh, Oberyn was supposed to be fostered um, By Lord Ironwood But instead He decided to fuck Lord Ironwood's wife And his mistress Dang. At the same time Oh, oh shit. Dude caught him uh, And so because of his die? Yeah because of his age And because of his stature It was just a duel They said okay You can't kill him Alright, mm. because you're sworn to House Martell. So we're gonna have a duel to first blood. And, um, of course, Oberyn won. He's all, because the guy was a great warrior, but Oberyn was just so fast and he was fucking so talented that he, he drew blood first. Oh, we and just need a over. whole storyline with That's just what I'm following saying, fucking dude. Oberyn, dude. Are you Seriously, dude, this is so much awesome. Awesome. This shit would be <laughs> Check it out. Sick. I'm not even done yet. <laughs> <laughs> because he goes, Two hours of Dorn. He goes, he goes, he's like, I, and uh, Oberyn says, like after, like, after he cut him, Oberyn got cut too, but Oberyn, like, healed up fine. Lord Ironwood, his wounds festered and became infected, and he died. Cause he fucking had poison. Yeah, Oberyn doesn't. Oberyn doesn't say he had poison though. He what doesn't admit dick? it. <laughs> How did you learn this about Oberyn? Did you look at this up online or whatever? Just like Oberyn. This story? is actually in the history and lore. I was videos. gonna ask that. I was gonna oh, fucking wow. ask that too. I also read it in the thing, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and like of course he died, and so they started calling him the Red Viper, and then but of course. 
and we all, and, but then after that he gets exiled like uh prince doran he goes oh shit he did this t- fucked up thing and then he killed him he probably used poisoned um and that's what oberon does like he knows all about poisons he knows all of them he knows how to Was make that them what all. he studied at the citadel yeah he knows how to make all the poisons but he doesn't like them because it's, it's it's boring and it takes too long to do so he just likes to get uh, manticores shipped over to to uh, wherever he's at. He gets snakes and scorpions, cuts up like you know, milks them basically, then like rubs, gets all the venom together and rubs it on his blades. It's a lot faster, a lot easier, and it's fun. So that's what he does. But he knows and, he's a chemist essentially. Yeah, Prince. Yeah, because he studied at the Citadel for a while. Yeah, and then and he got bored. And then he got bored. Yeah, he, he, he that, forged yeah. half a maester's chain. That's how long he was there, and that's yeah. how much. And he's that's part of the reason why he's so smart and like really cunning. Yeah, he, he wasn't he got smart bored. when you got handled by the mountain, homeboy. Who got handled? Who got handled? <laughs> the mountain got handled. The mountain hey, got mountain's still alive, bro. <laughs> no, wait, no, he's not. He's a, he's a dead he's zombie, a zombie. man. He's a zombie. No, if Oberyn didn't need a confession, that fight would have been over, and it would have been an Oberyn win. That's the only reason why the mountain was able to trip him and then fucking crush his skull. Because if he would have confessed, then it would have been, boom, he House Lannister, Lannister right there would have gone to war with Dorne automatically because it would have shown that House Lannister really are responsible. Yeah, like, Tywin, who gave you the order? So, yeah, Tywin sicked the mountain. That's why they call it Tywin's dog. Sicked it on uh, Mar- uh, fucking Elia. Elia Martell and her kids. Right. And that's the whole thing because he's like, confess. Because then it's like, but. now we're going to war, bitches. Like, he needed know. that confession. That's like, it's a whole law well, thing. Well, he like, did confess as he, he did. was popping his head off. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that's why did, you see the... He, mar- did, he didn't admit that Tywin gave him the order. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and anyways, yeah, yeah, he killed Oberyn, and no one's going to listen to a bastard, Ilaria. But uh, so, um, she's anyways, still with Danny, and she's coming to fuck the land. Anyways, uh, like, so right. at, because <laughs> of that, his older brother, Doran, who was at this time like ruling over Dorne, was like, I gotta exile you for a while there, bud. <laughs> and then he sent, uh, and so, yeah, so he just, you know, he sent um, Oberyn away. And Oberyn actually spent a lot of time in Essos, and uh, that's when he fought with the um, the Second Sons and stuff and learned how to uh, fight with a spear even better, and he became a better warrior fighting over there. He got to see the Unsullied and see all these things around the world. Anyways, while, that's ha- while he's out, while he's exiled, that's when uh, the rebellion ends up happening because at that tournament, um, the finalists for the tournament for the jousting, which is the most prestigious event, was Barristan Selmy, Barristan the Bold, and Rhaegar the Dragon. Oh, what? They were finalists, and Barristan really wanted to win, and he wanted because when you win the jousting tournament, you get to crown the queen of beauty and love, and basically the chick that you really want to fuck. You tell you, her. What? You're right? like, I get any pick, that one. Yeah, and, and then oh, that's check so this bad. out. Check this out. Barristan was in love with um. Ashara Dane. Ashara Dane is the sister of, of Arthur, Arthur Dane. Dane? Yeah. And she's like this ridiculously beautiful woman. Even Ned is hinted at falling in love with her as yeah, well. Yeah, because Ned brought the sword back to her after he killed Arthur Dane. Oh, or helped, right. you know, him and uh, Reed killed Arthur Dane, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, like, a lot of people are in love with her, including Barristan Selling, but of course he swore his vow and he's Barristan, so he's not going to break it. But he still wanted to crown her, you know, queen of love and beauty. And so, but he lost to Rhaegar, and Rhaegar won the jousting tournament, like the biggest tournament ever. And everyone's like, "Okay, wow, he's gonna go uh, give that this, you know, crown his wife and mother of his children, wife, Elia Martell, as the." What queen is he of doing? He's going past the wife. He rides. Is he blind? He rides white fucking pastor and gives it to Lyanna Stark, and it's a crown made of uh, blue winter roses, which are her favorite flower. 
and he kind of gives it to her and names her, you know, and the whole tournament just grew quiet and was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. what'd you just do? Uh-huh. I wish, I want to see He gets see two wipes! More! Uh-huh. I want to see this so bad. I want to see this, It would be amazing. Dude. They had like, a huge amazing. budget to do it like a movie, too, because you need to. Because everything in this in that part is such a huge scale. So that happens, and then, like, a couple of days later, apparently they meet a few, like, a few Who's miles. They? Who's they? Rhaegar and Lyanna, they okay. meet up. A while, like a few miles away from Hall where the tournament was held, and then they disappear. Okay. And so the automatic thing, Robert goes insane with jealousy, and he's like, Rhaegar took her, Rhaegar stole her, Rhaegar took her, he kidnapped her, he kidnapped her, he kidnapped her. And they're all, Repetition. Terrorist, but terrorist, they weren't terrorist. Even, <laughs> <laughs> they were, she wasn't like promised to him or anything. No, she already was. She was oh, promised she was? to Robert. Oh. So there was this marriage pact. They were going to. They were actually sitting together at the tournament. Like, oh, and what? Robert, Robert would have killed Rhaegar right then and there if he the wasn't the fucking he? prince. He's the prince. So you can't. Yeah, you can. That's <laughs> my girl. Fuck you. <laughs> Duel. First blood. First blood. First blood. on you. But uh, so um, that Keep happens. Keep this warhammer, bitches. <laughs> and Robert's going insane, and they like they all calm him down, like trying to hold him back and all that stuff. And so Ned's dad, Rickard Stark, um, basically writes um, a, or no, it was Brandon, his older brother, was flipping out even more. Ned's, Ned's older huge, brother, Bra- yeah, his older brother Brandon was a huge hothead, and they're both flipping out. You and like wrote uh, uh, letters to the Mad King, tell your son he needs to give back my daughter or my my sister now, and I like, just yell, like just fucking going nuts. And Mad King was all like, "You don't demand shit out of King. Come to come down to King's Landing. We'll discuss this." He was crazy, like fucking both, Joffrey, crazy. Yeah, Joffrey. Rickard and Brandon. The Lord of Winterfell and his heir and oldest son. They show up. What? At King's Landing. Yeah. What? Ned's dad and brother. What it? Yeah, I know. Why would you do it's that? Like, it's like, jo- remember, remember this the beginning? This is what the Starks do. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so They dumb. trust. They trust. <laughs> yeah, they're why? <laughs> remember, yeah. Rob, remember Rob Stark in the beginning when he was like, when they say, come down to Winterfell, he goes, well, or come down to uh, fucking King's Landing. King's Landing. He goes, oh, I'll come, but I'm bringing all my band. Yeah, he with said, me. I'm, I'm coming with I'm not going alone. Call the banners. All of the banners. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, Are you scared? Yes. Good. You'd be dumb if you weren't scared, kind of thing. He's like, why is that good? Because it means you're not stupid. Yeah, which is good. It's a fucking awesome That's line by Theon. Theon was cool. Which Theon one was cool. Is, uh, but anyway, they go. They go so, no, uh, who, who? Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. They go down and uh, they show up there and they're demanding return. But they both get knocked out in the back of the head. Boom. Inside both Rickard the, inside the, and uh, Red, like the, Red Keep. They're the, right in front of the throne. Yeah, they're in yeah. the throne room. They're in the throne room. Yeah, yeah, throne room. And when they dragons wake, everywhere and shit. And, uh, Brand, like, the, 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 oh, sorry, yeah, the skeleton, the skeleton, oh, the, dragon, oh. the skulls. Yeah. They didn't have been, any the, dragons. Yet? No, the dragons no. have been dead for over hundred years. Yeah. Oh shit, centuries. Or um, so they're in the throne room. And uh, Brandon wakes up and he looks up and he, in front of him he can see, in the distance, the Iron Throne and the Mad King standing on it. But in between him and the Iron Throne is his dad, Rickard, and he's being hung from the ceiling. Underneath him is a pyre, ready to be lit. And then he looks at himself, and he realizes that one of his hands is tied behind his back, and there's a strangulation device around his neck, and a sword a couple of feet in front of him. And the Mad King says, You want a trial by combat? I declare fire, champion of House Targaryen. If you can reach your sword, I'll let you save your father and go home to Winterfell. And then lights Lord Rickard on fire, and he's burning alive, and Brandon is struggling to reach the sword in front of him, but every time he pulls a little bit on, it, it gets tighter. 
it's not just a rope. It gets tighter every time he pulls on it. So he's he's trying as hard as he can to reach for a sword, and he died strangling himself to death to save his father. Damn. After that, and of course Jamie talks about how that whole entire room was silent as a crypt. Nobody said or did anything to that. After that, that was the last fucking. Wait, there were straw. people there. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like a couple like of hundred. This, this is in the book. It talks about this in the book. So I wish they would have showed it in they the show. They say it in the show. They talk about it. Oh, I wish they would have shown it in the show. Like that. I wish they would have so shown good. it too. Yeah, dude, that'd have been fucking sweet. Damn. But yeah, they, they talk about it a, uh, a couple times in the book. I believe and how like yeah from different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, one of the most wow, brilliant things about cool. the series that everyone gets a different perspective. And that's why that's the only way you can get the whole story. So everyone's this whole story about the Roberts Rebellion is you first hear it from Robert's point of view about Liana. You're from Robert's point of view so you think Rhaegar is a monster and a rapist then you hear it from other people's point of view and you realize Rhaegar wasn't a monster characters that you respect he wasn't too a rapist. characters that you like because Barriss and Selmy right there Barriss, saying that because Ned, Ned Stark yeah Barriss and Selmy and Oberyn Martell are huge uh, like forces in like explaining like kind of how the truth behind it and uh, so after that that's what that's what started the rebellion that's when uh, like okay, oh, okay Brandon was sworn to Catelyn Tully but now he's dead Catelyn, you're going to have to marry Ned, his younger brother. So we're still going to have the Riverlands plus the North as allies. And John Aaron, who fostered both Ned and Robert, he's like, I'm going to join the Rebellion too. I'm going to help you boys. Damn. I'm a part of your alliance, and I'm going to marry the other Tully girl. So the three-part alliance is even stronger. Holy shit. And, they're all, and all those, all, Young, all, younger sister all those three one. kingdoms are connected. They're all connected to each other. Those two kingdoms in the Riverlands are connected. And then they're separated. The Westerlands and the Crownlands separate them from where Robert is, which is in the Stormlands. He's kind of by himself. All he has is his bannerman. But, of course, he's obviously part of the fucking rebellion. And they all, they're like sending ravens basically like, all right, it's time to fucking go. Let's get this started. But are there people in between them not their bannermen? You said no. that there was, there was the crown. No, the Westerlands, which were the Lannisters people. Westerlands account for the family of Lannister and their bannermen, which are their immediate allies. And that's all one kingdom. Mm. Okay, so that kingdom is there, but they're remaining neutral. But no one knows that. They're no, no one knows they're going to remain. They think that... Uh, they're they, on the side of the king because yeah. Jamie's in the king's art and Tywin was the king hand of, of the hand king. of the king for years. And then the crown lands, is, that's where uh, King's Landing is and that's where, like, where Dragonstone is. Hmm. So they're like, okay, that's... So our enemies are separating us. Yeah. So, so but... So what... Um, and also... Coming from both sides. And, yeah. Also, yeah. and also the Reach, which is the Tyrells and everyone, they're siding with the king. So another oh, enemies, shit. all that stuff. And uh, the Dornish also sided with the Targaryens because oh, shit because they married them. Oh, they married into him. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Rhaegar's I mean, married to fucking. Uh, they're yeah, they're Marce- princess. And Elia Martell was Elia. beloved all throughout Dorne because she's a very sweet girl. Not many Dornish women are nice, and she really was sweetheart. So everyone loved Elia, and like, okay, we got to fight for like we we made a pact, we made an agreement that we were going to fight for the Targaryens since we married into them, and we're going to honor that. And so they were on that side, and so Robert Baratheon is kind of surrounded. And instead of, you know, like, thinking, he just attacks. That's what he does. He's a boy, yeah. His first move is, like, I'm going to attack. And he immediately goes and goes towards um, the Reach. And he attacks. At, it's called the Battle of Summer Hall. It's the first battle of the war. While, while fucking the North, the Vale, and the Riverlands are all, like, trying to get their marriages done and get their, and get, get their bannermen together. And just before they make a move, really, Robert's already attacking. <laughs> and uh, he goes to the Summer Hall, which is... The Summer Hall was built in a very specific spot. It's where, like, Dorne, the Reach, and the Stormlands all kind of meet together. Hmm. 
Because they all three of those kingdoms never liked each it's other. It's like New Mexico and fucking like what are those so things? It's, it's like, like the corners of the four states, the right, four corners. Yeah. yeah. So like they, so that was his, and that's where Robert went, and he fought, and he actually ended up winning. He talks about this. He loves talking about this. I won three battles in one day. Three battles, one day. God, what a glorious day! <laughs> and then like all that kind of thing, and uh, he ends up losing. Uh, his first, lo- his only loss of the war was at Ashford against. The Tarleys. Samuel Tarley. Oh, what? His dad, Randall Tarley, is the yeah. only one to beat Robert in battle. With what? that fucking sword that Sam took? Yeah, he used Heartsbane. Oh, what the fuck? And his <laughs> army beat Robert's army, and he had to retreat up north. And he goes up north, and he's like, oh, shit, we're going towards the Westerlands, where the Lannisters are. Fuck, let's make it quick. Uh, but Tywin didn't do jack shit. He's like, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. And he just he's fucking sat pass. there. And let him pass, oh, and then wow. and the Tyrells like were like, oh wait, okay, he's going up north. Time was gonna take care of him. We don't have to work. We don't have to chase him. So nobody chased so, him. Yeah, so he got. That's how he. That's how he was able to get away. Oh. And what the Tyrells did. All right, let's go to where his castle is, Storms End, in Storms Land. So they went to there to go attack Storms End, and but before they left, Robert told Stannis he left him with five hundred men, his younger brother Stannis. He says, hold the castle at all costs. Yeah, and that's and where you get the Onion Knight from, is he yeah. held the castle. Stannis held the castle. Ran out of food, everything. The Tyrells went to go siege it, but they didn't do a hard siege. They basically just like, we got all the food and all the time in the world, so let's just wait it out. Oh, let's... they were going to do what Jamie was going to do, essentially, in the Riverlands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they made like a huge, like had a bunch, all their ships were surrounding Storm's End, and like they're just kind of sitting there waiting for uh, Stannis and his men to die. Or to give up. So they can mm-hmm. kill him. And then so while they're waiting, I imagine Robert gets up to the north and yeah. then the north comes while they're, down While they're waiting, Robert uh, reaches the Stony Sept in the Riverlands, and he hides out there. And what's funny is um, one of the King's Guard, I forget his fucking name, dude, but he was like, um, he was he went to the Ash, he went to Stony Sept and he was calling for Robert, trying to do single combat. That's what he wanted. He wanted single combat with Robert, and he waited for so long trying to get Robert to fight him in single combat, that Ned and all of his army showed up in Ashford and fucked up all <laughs> their men. And uh, it was like, oh, that was easy. And then um, that's when Robert finally joined up with the other armies. Now they have all the fuck, all of them together. And at that point, Rhaegar finally... Were they following their um, banner? Were they following, like, were they following their lords, or was it, like, Robert is who we're following into fucking war? They are following their lords. Okay, yeah, mostly. that's what I figured, yeah. And everyone was just sick of the Mad King, because he's mad. Yeah. And then uh, and at king. this point, like Rhaegar, of course, was in Dorne this whole time with Lyanna, like looking after Lyanna, and at, and uh, of course, he, who knows how much he really cared about her, but um, he cared about his son definitely. That's why he left his uh, his king's garden there, and he did care for Lyanna somewhat. But he leaves Dorne with uh, ten thousand Dornish fighters Damn. and goes up north, and uh, the Tyrells are still. I think he picked up a few Tyrells with him on his way up, and then all the Crownsmen joined up. Like, he stops by King's Landing, sees Elia one more time, and then leaves and tells her, like, things are going to change when I get back and all that whole thing I talked about before. Yeah. So all, like, basically all the forces that he could muster, he shows up at the Trident, 
That's the Battle of the Trident. It was the biggest Where's thing. Where's the Trident? It's, Where is the Trident? It's in the Riverlands. Okay. It's when, uh, like, there's, like, a, the hugest river in Westeros. It goes from, like, it just splits off into three smaller rivers. And that banner, so. when, like, when, when Game of Thrones opens and it's, like, dan da 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 like, right at the end, and it shows Game of Thrones and it shows that banner with everything etched into it, that's the Battle of the Trident. Mm. It's basically, like, yeah, the it animals. Yeah, like, it shows, it shows their sigils fighting. Yeah, their sigils fighting, which is super cool idea, by the way. Awesome. So you had um, that's a lot of fucking like the only armies that aren't there are like the Dothrakis. Because <laughs> like, they won't well, cross the narrow, they won't cross the narrow sea. Yeah, not, you get all the east, east. But everyone yeah. else, no, is no this is yeah, Andy. nothing in Essos is there, but everything in Westeros is about yeah, except, like, but except for like the Iron Islanders are, and, and and the Lannisters. Yeah. The Westerlands and the Iron the Islands. It's like, it's we're just like, I'm going to watch. It's basically, that's you. gangster. It's that's us. gangster. They were, they, were Swiss, yes, they were the Swiss. That's smart. Uh, yeah. They were basically Switzerland in World War II, and this is a world war right here. Like, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> there were, oh, so, dude. the Battle of the Trident happens, and uh, shit is just nuts. Uh, Lewin Martell, who's part of the Kingsguard, he dies. A bunch of other, a couple other Kingsguard dies. A Barristan the Selmy gets captured, but he took out, like, who knows how many fucking people before he got finally captured and surrendered. Or not surrendered, but, like, just kind of held him as a prisoner. Barristan was on Rhaegar's side. Yeah, yeah he was he part of the Kingsguard, yeah. And Rhaegar fought Robert hand-to-hand combat in the shallows of the river. And, um, like, no one, like, they haven't saw it specifically how the fight went. All we know is that Robert won, and he... By smashing his hammer into Rhaegar's chest, and his chest plate had like a dragon made out of rubies on it. And when he smashed his chest, all the rubies flung into the river, and they named it the Ruby Ford after that. Oh. And uh, then like Rhaegar died, and uh, but Robert, Rob- won? but Robert, dude, yeah. he had a warhammer that Ned couldn't even wield. Dude, he was <laughs> what? He's yeah, the, he's one of the fucking he was best Thor players, basically. Dude. He's based off of Thor. <laughs> <laughs> he's an incredible. So a, he was better than Ned. Way better than what? Ned. Yeah. Ned is like a. George said that Ned is kind of an average swordsman. And and George Robert, don't know. You don't know. George. Oh, George. Oh, I thought you said Jorah. <laughs> Robert was an elite level fighter, dude. Okay. He was a He's like, fucking Fuck beast. Jorah. But he always had it out for Ned. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Every Ned's He's like, Ned, yeah, yeah. kick me out. He's not a big fan of yeah. Ned. <laughs> He's like, fuck the North. He's an average fighter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Wait, Jorah? Fuck Jorah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking drag or fucking grayscale. Grayscale piece of shit. <laughs> so, um. Go die already. <laughs> But we hear that, like, but we also know that Robert, like, Robert says, but I, sus- I sustained a few wounds, so, you know, I couldn't ride just yet. That's how he says, but, like, everyone's like, oh, Robert got fucked up, and he wasn't able to go move, make another move. They had to lay him in bed and really heal all of his wounds. Mm. So I think that Rhaegar was fucking him up, a little bit at least, like, cutting him up bad, and uh, Robert was just so, like, driven and so f- uh, ferocious that he was able to land that killing blow to kill him off. Yeah, but... Uh, it's probably a hell Rhaegar of a good probably fight. hit him like fifty fucking times. Robert gets one fucking good one. Off. Game over. That's it's probably bullshit. crazy good fight though. Like fucking like talking. Dude, I would be so awesome to like see Troy, that. Like Troy, like fucking like in the movie Troy. Like, yeah. With the Achilles. It's like one of those fights. That would be so cool to see because you got like this brutal force of nature versus elegant oh, yeah. fast Maybe. fighter. So Robert wins, and like that was basically the killing blow for the Targaryens. Like that was it. Like oh, your heirs, your heirs, your best hope for a future is basically gone now and we've shown everyone we're better we beat all of your fucking armies everything you had but no one knows about this little tower of joy besides like a handful of people yeah. wow. check this out so they beat them and Ro- and robert of course 
incredibly wounded. Barris and Selmy is wounded too, and he sent his own private maester. He said, go here, Barris and Selmy. I know he's my enemy, but he had so much respect and love for Barristan just because of his legend, of how, of how brave he was and how valiant and how great of a fighter. He's like, no, I want that man to live. You go save that man's life. And then he had some other like average kind of people healing him. While he's being healed, he sends Ned, who is basically the man. Like, he fucking loves Ned. Trust him more than anyone. He, he even says, said, you're yeah. the brother. You're yeah, my brother. Said, yeah. I want you to lead our forces to King's Landing and fucking murder everyone there kind of and he's like sends ned there so ed goes what down. so ned's the fucking lead charge yeah. in this whole big yeah. ass army, army to king's landing crazy. but so even though he's not a great swordsman that motherfucker's a great leader oh yeah he is people no, follow the shit <laughs> he's a great great leader he knows how to keep his kingdom in fucking line too like the north isn't in debt unlike the rest <laughs> of the kingdom <laughs> people love him you know but after that happened after Rhaegar died Tywin finally leaves Castle Rock, mm. takes all of his men, and he goes to King's Landing. Before Ned can get there, he gets to King's Landing, and he, at the gates, he's like, let us in and we will fight for you. We will fight for you till the death. We'll oh, and then he probably no goes what. kills everybody, and he says that, and, and locks like, the gates. And, it's, and, remember, and remember, at this time, Meister Pycelle and uh, Varys are, both work for the Mad King, and they're whispering in his ears. And Varys says, do not let him in. He will betray us. He's going to betray us. He hasn't helped us this, this whole time. Why would he help us now? And uh, Pycelle was all like, no, the Lannisters have always been great servants. They've always been friends to the crown. You have to let them in. They will save us. And the fuck, that's what he wanted to hear. That's what the king wanted to hear. So the king let open the gates, and Tywin comes in, and his mad dog, Gregor, and they just destroy shit. They just rack, they fucking sack the city. They're killing everyone they see. Fucking raping and pillaging on their way to the Red Keep. So they sack the city, and Tywin actually does order Gregor to do this. Gregor goes into the Red Keep with a couple of his men, fuck everyone up. They see, they find Elia's children. They take her, um, one of the kids, by the fucking ankle and smashes its head against the wall. Oh, we know that that detail is actually given to us. Yeah. How he kills the other kid isn't given to us, but he kills two babies. And then, with their blood still on his hands, <laughs> he goes and f- grabs, like, he, like they made Elia watch. Like, the men were holding her. Mm. And the thing is, Elia's always been kind of sickly. She's not a very, sh- like, physically strong person, so she's kind of weak. And she's like, watch this. She can't fight it. These, all these men are holding her down, making her watch this. And then Gregor grabs her, and he rapes her, and then he fucking murders her. Damn. And then, of course, they wrap the babies in red Lannister uh, cloaks, and um, they kind of hold on to them. <laughs> and, like, we're going to present these to Robert when he gets Hold her. on to them? Those things are going to start to and rot. And, and, this, <laughs> and then this is what they're not going to show you in the show, which we discussed about which one of those kids, uh, Ray, Ragel, how do you... What's Agen. his... Agen? Yeah, um, the two kids that Elia gave birth to was a, a boy and a girl. Uh, I forget the girl's name, but the boy's name was Aegon. Yeah, Aegon. And that's what the kids, like, all right, we killed their two kids, but in the books what happens is... Gregor killed the wrong kid. Well, because Varys... And Aegon survived because of Varys, and Varys helped Aegon, this little baby, escape. What? Yeah, was helped and was raised by Illyrio. And he's raised to be, like, raised to learn how to fight swords. He's raised to be... Illyrio is the man in Pentos who um, helps Danny 
and uh, introduces Khal Drogo to Danny. She's he's the one that oh, like he's one of the first he's one season, of the yeah, first dudes that marries you see. basically almost like marries oh, all walks around the house. I know he gave her the dragon eggs. Yeah, yeah, he gave yeah. her the dragon. Okay, eggs. anyways, that that's a thing. But um, anyways, that happens. And Ned gets there and he sees what's going on in the city and he dem- he goes to the Red Keep and he demands to see what's going on, and because during while this place is being sacked, the Mad King is going nuts and he's like burn them and he like he he let which all we got a clip of this thing. He let all the Kingsguard go off and fight, but he kept Jamie at his side because not only do you want a Kingsguard by your side, but he wants Jamie because he was using Jamie as a hostage to make sure Tywin wouldn't fight against him. Yeah. Genius. But now that he's there, and he tells, and Jamie see, and, he, and then he sees this, and when he sees Tywin is attacking him, he goes, he yells at Jamie, "Go kill your father! Bring me his head now! Now! I want them all dead! I want them all dead!" Then he looks at his uh, um, pyromancers and he says, "Burn them all!" What he did was what Jamie tells us. They had he had giant caches of wildfire, all underground, all over King's Landing, and he wanted to burn the entire city. He says, "If I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give Robert my crown. I will let him be. I'll, like, I will burn the city to the ground and let him be the king of ashes." That he's like, "Fuck it, I'll kill everyone." Well, is this Every, city, is this city based off of London or, or uh, England or someplace in like England, what? like oh, uh, King's Landing? I wonder what it's based off of because he usually bases all his places. I seen a place that looks similar to King's Landing. That's an actual fucking place in Italy that looks extremely mm. similar. But I think it's more like it's it's a. Uh, English, it'd probably be more like based off of England. It was a weird England, question. Like, you know, where the king reigns. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, because he bases a lot of the stuff off real places, so, mm. you know what I mean? There's the thing called the England Tower, and it's a badass castle, so maybe something like... It's a badass castle. <laughs> There's a lot of badass castles. It's England. I so that was just, that was just the there, first point? That was just the Tower of Jordan? That's how the king's at. So then Ned, Ned sh- like after, so he's at Burnham Mall, and then Jamie's like, I can't let him do that. Kills the Pyromancers, then kills the Mad King, and then he sits down on the steps of the Iron Throne, and that's when Ned shows up. And this is all Ned sees. Like, all Ned has seen is the Lannisters being dishonorable and sacking the city and murdering people. Um, he sees the children, Elia's children, being having been fucking butchered and murdered. He sees what so happened. He to gets Elia. all the way to the Red Keep. Like so, once the Lannisters got in, they didn't like close the doors or anything. No. It was just like free reign. No, because oh, okay. no, Tywin is like basically gonna be like wanting to be allies with Robert after mm. that. Because what other choice? They, you yeah, have. now the whole yeah, so many people. Against hey, look him. what I did for you, bro. Like that kind Smart. of thing. He tried so, to anyways, uh, so Ned sees all this horror, and then he sees Jaime having killed his own king. Incredible! You swore to the Kingsguard, and you killed your own king, and he just so automatically filled this disgust and everything, and he automatically just acute hates him. And Jamie was like, didn't have a chance to really explain what happened. He was just like Ned was just fucking barking at him, and then Jamie kind of like stepped up off the throne and like because he was on the throne, the, he sat on the yeah, throne. No, he was sitting that. on the throne when that. Ned, yeah, Ned came in, and uh, then he like he's like seeing time at time. was like, yeah, we killed him, and then like, and like there's just like this this fucking heated heated situation, and then Robert finally shows up. And Robert is fucking happy about everything. <laughs> he's like, he's like, they they murdered those children. He's like, that wasn't murder. They were dragon spawn. They needed to die. They had to die, Ned. You don't understand. They're evil. All of them are evil. And then like they got into this huge fight. And then like we're like, you know what? Fuck you. We're not friends anymore. Oh, and then shit. um Robert stays there. Whatever, and, I'll go to the north. You don't you're not welcome. Ned was like, <laughs> all right. And then Ned had to um go south. Um, so he Ned goes south with like mo- mo- most of their forces, goes to uh, st- uh, Storm's End, lifts the siege, 
defeats the Tyrells. Mm. So, you know. But before Santa's died, the Onion Knight shows up with his little robo as a smuggler. And he, they, were, they were, like, basically almost dead. They were dying. They ate all the horses, dogs, cats, everything. Got down to rats. And by that time, they were, like, They were about to die. eat their own dead. Yeah. And then the Onion Knight, uh, Davos, shows what? up. They can live off of onions? No, and potato, a, onions uh, and potatoes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you, that's something. Davos had his little rowboat with like a bunch of onions, some beef, a little bit of pork, and some potatoes, and gave it to you know Stannis. And Stannis, you know, doled it all out equally to everyone, made sure his wife survived, and then finally ate himself a portion the same size as everyone else. And that's when Davos got Damn, an enormous amount tight. of respect. He was like... They did not do Stannis justice. I know, no. dude. Was, yeah, yeah. Everyone who reads the books is super pissed about that. Um, and he goes, he goes, when I saw him, he looked gaunt, but not weak. Never weak. He doled out a portion to each of his men. Oh, no, And then himself, so no bigger crazy. portion than he gave to anyone else. So does himself last. That the minute he ate, amazing. his mind already went back to defending the castle. And then he thanked me... For me and my onions and um, all that stuff. And, like, um, what's funny is after that, like, he was so grateful to Davos because he fucking survived and all that stuff. And he goes, look, he's like, what you did was great. Like, you saved me and all my men. You saved my wife and you saved all of our lives. And you could you had no reward. Like, you had no loyalty to any of us. You had no reason to do this. And you did it anyways. So I'm going to knight you. You are now a knight. Mm. I'm going to bring you into my service. Your son will be my personal squire. He will be educated, and a knighthood will be in his future as well. And I was like, oh, my God, really? This is the most amazing thing ever. Like, but you are a smuggler, <laughs> and one good act does not wash out the bad, nor bad the good. And so he's like, I'm going to chop off um, all the fingers off one of those hands. What? <laughs> and that's why, like, you see it. Like, Davos looks like this. He took, uh, he chopped off the fingertips of, of all the fingers on his right hand. And um, then now Davos has the finger bones, like the bones. He like dried out, and now they're just bones. And he puts them in a little bag and wears them around his neck. Oh shit! To remind him, awesome. to remind him of everything that happened, of like where he was, how he grew up, where he is now, Never and who forget. gave him what he has. Because the Onion Knight remembers. <laughs> and people started making fun of him. Oh, you got a knighthood because you delivered onions. Oh, look at the Onion Knight making fun of him. And he's like. Hey, that's a good name for a sigil. <laughs> and, he's, then, and he called himself the Onion Knight. Made that, now it's a sigil, the okay. Onion Knight, and it's really as awesome. a way of saying "fuck you." You're gonna make fun of yeah. him or wear it with honor. But, uh, your, you know, after I, that, after that, that's when uh, after that's all done. Ned takes just a few men. How does he know that she's there? That's not really told. I think it's just like um, hearing things here and there from other Kingsguard, maybe hearing rumors, that kind of stuff. Or just maybe when he captured, maybe when they captured some of the Kingsguard, because uh, Robert basically pardoned everybody. So maybe when he pardoned them, he was like, "Well, you know, that, that could have been hearsay of wait, where is my sister? Where is Ned Stark's sister? Where's Leon? Uh, fucking Lyanna? Yeah. And it could have been like could have well, been hurrying, down. Could have been getting evidence all in the this Tower time. of Joy. Yeah. But he goes south. So he goes to the Tower of Joy, which is in the high, which is like in the high north uh, west of Dorne, and he goes to the Tower of Joy. Just a few men this time. And that's when we get that whole Tower of Joy scene. And that's when we find out. And then, of course, in the actual episode, we finally, after all that happened, we fit in this lot. The season fucking finale is this is all tied together. And we see it. We see him, like, he goes up to Arthur Dane. He's like, where's my sister? And, you know, here's the screams, labor screams, very distinctively. And he goes up there and he sees that his sister is dying from giving birth. And she says, promise me, Ned. He goes, it's my son. His name is 
Yeah, and it's all whispers. Oh, so there's, there's a, there's a, goes, because we're seeing it from goes, Brand's He'll kill him. If Robert finds out, he'll kill him. You got to protect him, Ned. Please promise me, Ned. Promise me. And those are final words. And uh, throughout like the books and stuff, like Ned repeatedly hears that voice in his head. Promise me, Ned. Promise me. And that's always his driving force. The reason why he hasn't told anyone about who Jon Snow is. That's why he lied and said, oh, no, he's my bastard son. Because his Even best friend. It take, that means he would have had a cheated nine months ago with a girl, right? Got her pregnant off of one hit. Mm-hmm. Went all the way there. And then, like, came all the way back. And then found her wherever she was. And then been like, and then like, oh, like found her. And then like, oh, you had a baby. Um, I had a feeling. So I'm going to take the baby now. And I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just, that doesn't make any sense for him to cheat once. Of, first of all, the time because of his like journey, the way like the where, where he was. Like and where, where he it was in, in the timeline. It would be yeah, really, this they was, just yeah. got so all the, the bannermen together. Yeah, they just like, unified like you left everything. Dorn with a baby. Yeah. You're, you're marching up north with the baby. Where'd you get that baby, bruh? You just got here. You did not have nine months to conceive that baby, dude. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I and, agree. And like this is like this is like my like the first hits you get. And like so also, also in the beginning, the first season of the show, what you see when anytime somebody mentions uh, Jon Snow's mom, including Jon himself, Ned like has to fight back tears, and he has a hard time hmm. like. Like and when I first saw, I was like, "Is he like? Was he like seriously in love oh, with this girl?" Oh, and then when he was going, he was like, "I'll tell you about yeah. your mother the next time we yeah. fucking yeah, meet." Yeah, that's the first yes. time. Oh yeah. shit! I got goosebumps. <laughs> 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 that was dude. Good. That was dude. That was episode one. <laughs> episode one is next time he's like, "Is my mother alive? Does she even know about me? Does she even care?" And he goes, and he's like, he starts trying not to cry. He goes, "Next time we see each other." We'll talk about your mother. Huh? <laughs> and like, and he fucking leaves. And then the next and time, then you, well, you get, you next get... time when he's he's talking to Robert, he's on the King's Road, and he's talking to Robert. Yep. And Robert is like talking about bitches that he fucks. He's like, what's that one? Uh, what was her name? Uh, Yabasta's mother. What was, and he goes, and then Ned like, and me, laughing this whole time, right back to this really solemn face, and he looks away and he goes, Wyla. He goes, yeah, oh. yeah. Because, yeah, it must have been quite a lady to make old Eddard Stark forget his honor. And then Ned, like, looking down, just pissed off. You can see he has anger and his anguish in his face, and he's so hurt Damn, by the fact that he's But if I didn't know the lore, and, like, yeah, I didn't, like, that's I didn't you realize, have to I didn't realize then, why he's sulking in those moments. And Robert, like, Robert notices right away, and he goes, that Ned's feeling that way, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you're too hard on yourself. You always were. Oh, yeah. We were at war, Ned. None of us know if we're ever going to go home again. Like, you need to be softer. Like, he's, like, Robert thinks that he's mad because he broke his honor, but right. Ned's, he, like, you can tell just as, like, my first, I was like, dude, he had, was he in love with this girl? When the fuck did he have time to fall in love with a girl during this war? This is flimsy and, as fuck. And then, and then Robert basically says, what did she look like anyways? And Ned basically told him, you'll never, I'm never going to tell you yeah. what she looks like. He refuses like, to say you. anyone yeah. what she looks like. And then prior to that, like, when I went back and watched episode one, which Adney touched on, when they're in the crypt, first thing Robert wants to do is go yeah. see Liana in the yeah. crypt. And when Robert says, I loved her, Ned, or something like that, or we were going to get married, Ned is looking down at his feet, mm-hmm. almost like he's bashful a little bit. And it's like, he's looking away. He's like a shit. When he says, that he monster was... stole her from me, Ned kind of goes, oh, man, you don't fucking know. <laughs> like that. So, he's just yeah. like so biting his tongue going, so hard. So going back, you definitely do get these fucking great So stories. that's an hour of 
why Jon Snow is a Targaryen. By the way, there was, there was a, I looked up a fan theory or somebody talking of what they believe, having lip reading and stuff like that, of what they think his name is. And it's it's like uh, Jakaras or something like that. It's named after an old Valyrian name. Jaharis. Jaharis. It's the same funny. fucking guy that like conquered. King Jaharis. Yeah, King Jaharis is like one of the best conquerors of Targaryen. He was an honorable man. Everyone loved him. It was loved by everyone. Jaharis, yeah. And that King was. King and Jaharis. they think that that's what his name was because she gave him a traditional Targaryen name. And then he just called him John. So, but the J makes sense. The, you know what I mean? But yeah. that, I was like, oh, that's fucking that's cool. sick. It's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. I was like, I, forget, I figured you might have read that. I should have um, sent the article to you because there's a whole thing on it. Like, the lip reading. They're like, I believe this is what. That's cool. It's just, it's just most fan theories are fucking stupid. Yeah. So, it's hard to say. That one's kind of sweet, though, because um, it's like, they know that name, at least the fan theory. That person knows, you know. That's pretty cool. So, that, so yeah, it's pretty fucking clear that um, Rhaegar and Lyanna had John. Everyone's like, oh, so he's John Targaryen. No, he's not John Targaryen. He's John Sand. He's not John Stark. He's not even really John Snow because he's a bastard born in Dorne. Yeah. So technically, he's his, name is <laughs> his name is Jaehaerys Sand. It's his real fucking name. Uh, he would be a Sand. Yeah. He's still a bastard no matter what. Because uh, he, he was not born in Lyanna marriage. was not married. Yeah, married to Rhaegar. They, they were, were not married, so he's still a bastard. Still considered, unless, and they, he would have to know his true name for them to even, like, get rid of his bastard There's state. no proof either, by the way. Yeah, yeah, only brands saying, no, bro, I, I know the bastard. Trust the bastard me, I get these crazy visions, man. Uh-huh. Really Magic no is bro. back, bro. <laughs> what else happened in the fucking episode? Okay, so that's, that's, that's just, so, just so we got, we, Basically, we got confirmation in that scene. Which is the biggest confirmation since the beginning of the books. 20 years, people. He's, this is one thing people have been waiting for for 20 fucking years, dude. He's half so fire, half ice. When you're, when you're a now. book reader, you have to make all these connections, connections without being and, shown. And, and all I that. did it myself. And when Adney was talking to me, we I called him and I was like, didn't I call you? I remember being on the line at work and I'm like, you were like, I think I know you were, you texted me, you're like, I think I know who Johnson's parent or mom is. And I called him immediately and I was like, Dude, I like I didn't want to spoil anything. I would always ask him questions what happened in the show so I could tell him what happens in the book. So then we were on the phone and then he guessed correctly and I was like, Yep, that's his fucking mom. They they hint at it extremely well as well in the fucking book. You get a lot more shit, a lot more like little things in the book. The helpful thing about the book is since you get all that history about the Roberts Rebellion, like you get a lot more history so you can help get these hints. Oh, so it's a lot the, more in clear. The book, there's the including whole, like including oh, like Barris and Selmy's point of view when he talks about Rhaegar. Oh, dude, Barris and Selmy's storyline when he meets Danny is way sicker in the books. It is such an amazing fucking reveal in the books. It's I was like I was like walking around pumped like fucking wow. reading it. But you, it's obviously a little bit different in the show because you can't see people's faces in the books. So it's everything is more of like a shock value in the sh- in the book because it's like. Um, this isn't my real name. I'm actually this person. You're like, whoa! What the <laughs> fuck did that come from? So it's really cool. But um, right, yeah. So, so um, let's talk about let's do intro. Let's do the intro of the show. So we so got, we got sir, everything happened at King's Landing. We got Godfather <laughs> rolls in with the Godfather baptism scene of the piano playing in the background. Cersei being fucking suited so, up. Yeah, we have. Okay, so it's finally we finally after all this fucking time, finally the fucking trial. Jesus Christ. For fucking Lord Ty- and, <laughs> uh, for Tyrell and for and, uh, Cersei. Both yeah, and Marjorie has basically become this really fake nun-esque woman. Uh, she already had her grandma ditch the city, and they're waiting to try another. They're trying Loras, and Loras fucking comes out, and he's just completely given up. 
completely given up to the high septum and all his fucking religious bullshit. And all the fucking highest lords are there. All the Tyrell family. It's all set up. And uh, he, they try Loras, and Loras says... It's that like all the most like, important people I'm of the city, up. right? It's like I want to dedicate my life to the faith and give up all my land. To and the holdings. seven. And then well, we, they start um, Well, sorry, ass. but we, we like the old gods at this podcast, okay? So we don't, we don't respect gods. the seven, Because right? they actually speak back. <laughs> <laughs> And then but, he starts branding so, him. Well, so we get, the, we get the trial right there. And then Loris Tyrell basically says, I want to devote my life to the seven. And he goes, you know what that means? Yeah, and it's out. like, I will be giving up all, I will be giving up my heir to Highgarden. Highgarden. I'll be giving up my heir to Highgarden. I will fucking father no children. So now they're like, fuck, is that the end of the Tyrell name? That's a problem. Unless old dad can go ahead and fucking fuck some bitch. Unless Marry he can her. somehow get those swimmers because to start going upstream. Marjorie Tyrell is now Marjorie Lannister. Or no, Bar- uh, Baratheon. Baratheon. She's twice a Baratheon because she was married to Renly, became a widow, and then now she's married to Tom and Baratheon. But she's actually a Lannister, sort of, because it's not the case. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's all a mix up. But so, yeah, you get that. You get that. While that's happening, Toman stands up and he goes to uh, fucking walk down to go to the actual trial, and he gets stopped by the mountain. And the mountain, like. Well, it's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. And but he, they, they don't even touch anything. or anything. I love that. Yeah, nothing. And Toman's like, no, Toman just to, knows. I have Tommen's to go like, to the trial, and he starts to walk, and the mountain just puts gra- his hand yeah, out. Grabs his and shoulder. And it's this giant fucking baseball glove that just kind of stops him. <laughs> on Toman's <laughs> shoulder. And just kind of like. No. <laughs> not to say it, just kind of like, yeah, come on, kid. Come and then Cersei's sitting there pouring her wine, getting ready. She's, you can't really... And, and she's in this badass ass gown. Dude. Jesus, dude. That thing it is was so gangster. Black fucking leather, like, oh, with so her fucking bad. shoulder armor kind of shit. Her little chains going across. She's so smug and happy. And she's not showing up in the I was like, why is this bitch happy? I was like, what's going on right now? And we got one of the fucking most satisfying death scenes was Grand Meister Picel. Oh, yeah, he gets he comes out of his first. I was heated though, because Marjorie's hot. And I did not want her to <laughs> she die. Is, I didn't mind her. She's and hot she knew what the fuck was happening. She was like, We need to leave, bro. We need to leave. You're being dumb. And the high priest is like, Oh, I'm the high priest. Marjorie, you don't Marjorie's know brilliant though, because she she was in the same situation as Loris. And when Loras broke, she stayed strong. And she was like, I need to play the game back at them. She outsmarted them all by pretending to be this person that she wasn't. And then also was able to pass that note to her grandma to get her grandma out of fucking dodge. And then she and persuaded she Tommen part. To, to unify the faith and the crown. And then and she also like was able to set this whole thing up and she was playing the part perfectly. She was the one that was like, listen to the High Sparrow. Cersei is supposed to be here. Everyone's here. She's not here. She knows the consequences. She doesn't show up. She knows you're gonna do the trial anyways. Why isn't she here? Why? Give me one reason why she and the only person she cares about, her son, aren't here. Like, yeah, like, like what such the fuck, a good bro? And point. then from there, fuck yeah. the gods for half a second. <laughs> so just listen. It's a trap. <laughs> so we get we get a, we get a, it's a trap. It's, it's a, a trap. trap. We get an we get an opening scene with uh, piece of Picel, piece of shit. Uh, Picel shit, but um, he gets done fucking some chick. Tells her go away, go away, and then he comes out and he gets uh, qu- uh what's his name? Kyburn. Kyburn. I in the book it's yeah. Kyburn has one of his kids lead yeah. Picel down these stairs, and we're whispering in his ear like, "Come on, come with me," basically. Yeah, and then he gets downstairs and he goes like, "Where the hell am I?" And behind him is Kyburn, like kind of leaning up against the corner, all creepy, because Kyburn is so fucking creepy. He Great. is, He's dude. Creepy, I love that dude. guy. He goes, "I mean, you know, it will." Picel. <laughs> Come on, I apologize. 
Mm. And then you hear blades being like leaving their seats. And all these seats. little children of the fucking corn. <laughs> Pouring out. And he's all like, and the, fu- what, the, the funniest corn. thing I've seen all season. He just <laughs> fucking lays <laughs> into the first kid. Fucking what? This old decrippled fuck laid that little motherfucker Solid right hook, dude. Dude, who doesn't want to do that? He <laughs> led at least one he kid led now. with an uppercut, right? He led with an uppercut. Well, bam! That'd be, be so stoked. He did uh, give him a good right hand. that uh, kid. But why did he kill him? Why? Because he's a fucking In, stoolie yeah. who's no help. He sucks as a maester. Like, he's really bad at his work. Obviously, Johnny, he let John Aaron die. So he's just, he's a... He's in the he, way, dude. He's just in the he's way. He's only for Cersei. He's a liability because he knows the truth. Yeah. Oh, he kn- he knows that Tommen wasn't the prince or whatever? Yeah, he knows no, about Jamie and Cersei. Oh, okay. He knows about John Aaron. He knows about everything. Oh, he knows he's about He's a liability. Oh, yeah, he even shit. says it. Yeah, I let him die. Oh, he, John, he, he knows about John Aaron. That's John Aaron dying. No, he basically yeah. let him die. He didn't even try to do anything because he follows the Lannister. He already said, like, I'm all in it for the Lannisters. And that's why, well, Tyrion finds out that he is little, he snoops to Cersei, and that's why he throws him in, uh... Those him in the black cell for a long time. So yeah, he dies. Two. That was fucking awesome. And then another great death we got was Lancel, who finally like, piece of shit. He's following that one. that kid from the beginning. Yeah, he's dude. following that little rat kid. That little rat kid's running around. He's following street him. kids. The little children of the corn. Street kids. He's following a little waif. <laughs> we were street kids, bro. <laughs> how dare you? How, how dare you? And he's walking around like all dumb with all of his chains and his fucking torch. And he's walking down, and we're like, oh shit. And then he goes into that fucking like little alley, like sees all these casks with a little bit of green coming out, and it's like, holy shit, that's the wildfire. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then the little rat kid uh, stabs him with like a nail file or something. Yeah. something. It's a really small blade. <laughs> but he goes, but he's a little bitch. He goes, ah! And he <laughs> you could have stood up and saved the day. He becomes crippled. I think he stabbed him directly in the spine or something. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that worked. But he could no longer walk at that point. And I just want to say that we predicted the wildfire, guys, uh, in the last episodes. Uh, if you listen, because they showed it in the fucking flashback, and then obviously in when he t- when he uh, fucking Daenerys is talking to Tyrion, he says he brings up the fact that there was wildfire in the Mad King, and your father was gonna yep. burn it down to the ground. He foreshadowed. Obviously, they kept giving us hints in this season to the fucking uh, goddamn wildfire. So that was awesome. Great foreshadowing. The Mad King yeah. was Danny's dad, though? Yeah. yeah. So is she going to be crazy? No, well, they say when the gods make a uh, fucking... Every when time a Targaryen, Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. The gods flip a coin. Whether they're going to oh, be mad what? or sane. That is the thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, so... Yeah, like, after the rebellion, like, after... When King's Landing is being sacked, um, a knight who's loyal to the house Targaryen took King or Queen Rhaella, who was still pregnant at the time, and her younger son Viserys on a ship and crossed uh, the bay into uh, Dragonstone and um, took them there and they tried to hide there for a second to figure out what they were going to do and then after they lifted the siege on Storm's End, Robert told Stannis like, go after them, you need to go get go get the Targaryen, you need to go find them before they leave and Stannis gets to Dragonstone and they're gone and Robert was so pissed at Stannis, like, you know what you don't get Storm's End, you can have Dragonstone oh that's why that's why that's why Stannis lives at Dragonstone. What happened so was King Rhaella got fucking what was, storms in. while they were there. There was an enormous storm that happened on Dragonstone, a horrible storm. And during that storm, Rhaella gave birth to Daenerys, and that's why she's called Daenerys Stormborn. Mm. Rhaella's died in the childbirth, though, so all they had was these two kids left. And that night, 
took them too the across the narrow sea. No, that night meaning that. No, I know. I there... meant the night. I meant the night. The actual person. I don't yeah, the night. Is, oh, is he okay. like important or anything? Or no, you don't. I don't, oh, I don't know who it is either. No. But he takes them to uh, across the narrow sea, and they actually travel like all over the free cities and stuff, looking for places to stay. And they have to, they have to like beg and and everything, and plead for like shelter and for money and for food. And they actually earn the nickname the Beggar King. Viserys earned that nickname. Oh, you're the Beggar King. Which is why just recently we heard like somebody called Danani, uh, Danny, the Danani. Beggar Queen. Uh, the guy from Young Kai called her the Beggar Queen. You are because that's the story. Oh, it was one of the the, uh, the one of the, the master slave yeah, masters. One of the masters. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that that's that that's, the, that's that that whole thing. So yeah, Danny is the daughter of the Mad King, and you hear Tyrion talk about your father, like he mentions yeah, your he father, it, yeah, and she cool. always talks about my father was bad, all that kind of thing. But yeah, so let's get back. So the wildfire. So Lancel gets stabbed. Then we don't even see that it's wildfire so far. Like yeah, Lancel, we just see like the barrels. Lancel, like, like looks you know up, it's there, but you and don't then really the fucking yeah. camera is on a slide. Is that what it is? What the, what is the it's like called? a tracking shot. Yeah, yeah, a tracking yeah. shot. And it tracks back. A big thing goes back, and then you start to see the little bit of shine of green inside the barrels, the casks, and you're like, oh shit. And, and then, then it, like, shows I think Lancel. it cuts back to him again, and then it cuts back to the yeah, green well, it cuts again. Back, well, it cuts, well, it keeps, it keeps cutting back while Lancel's crawling. Yeah, but it, there's candles now. Yeah, there's cut, yeah. but you don't see the. They, it cuts back to. It cuts back the, from the barrels to Lancel Cersei, crying like a bitch, yeah. to the things that's going on with Cersei, to the thing that's going on Lancel inside. Lancel starts getting the fucking thing the cut into his head. Like actual inside, except the Baylor, Marjorie flipping out. Then it flips back to Lancel. Then back to the Sept of Baylor. Then Cersei. It gives you this idea of a rush, like you're getting like, oh shit! But it took so fucking long. God. It did take a long time. And, like, you, you don't need him crawling like that. Yeah. Like, just have I, him, like, limp towards the thing or something. And then do it as he's limping and he's almost so Like, you could have got the same And he finally sees, and you find the camera pans down a little bit as he gets super close, and there's, like, a puddle of wildfire, and there's a can- couple of candles in the middle of it, and they're Which burning Which I thought down. was pretty good. That was that fire, the, the, the candles. Well, How else can you do it? You have to do it that way. Yeah. It's not like you can just light it. You're going to die. Like, you have to have You have to have a long-ass fuse or something. <laughs> yeah, a long fuse or a candle, but the candles, I was like, oh, that's pretty genius. That's yeah. pretty good. No, the candles were good, yeah. And there was three. Like, not just one. Like, he could have just knocked the one over or whatever. There was three. I thought he was going to go for it. I right? thought he was going to blow it out or something. <gasps> and then boom! It's kind of funny if he was all, if he, like, went and blew it out. And then he was like, whew. And then he looked over and saw the other two candles. Yeah. Oh, there was hell. <laughs> there was, like, hell of candles on top. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah fucking, at the last second, like, Marjorie and her is trying to take her father and Loris and leave. But the faith militant, because they're stupid and religious and stupid... Or like and keeping stupid. them inside. Do we mention they're stupid? <laughs> no, you know, let leave, bro. It's all about the gods and blah. The gods don't want you to leave. They want you to die. He's staring at the high set, but he just doesn't fucking get it. Him and his brand new special potato sack that he's wearing. <laughs> it's a custom-made potato sack. <laughs> like, oh, I don't It was hella noticeable in the beginning. These are Yukon gold potatoes. <laughs> it was really, really. Oh, like, for this potatoes. one, I'm going to wear a special bit of rags. <laughs> Like, he's fucking oh, douche. And then, like, they all die. Bam, everyone's dead. That took out so many fucking characters. Well, not so, but, yeah, a lot, a lot of characters. High lords and ladies. And, like, like, high lords and ladies. Fucking huge explosion. But I thought, like, I was like, wait a minute. I feel like, because it's wildfire, it should have burnt a lot more of the city. I feel that's what I thought, too. <laughs> because like, it, doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't go out unless it's, like, uh, suffocate. Everyone doesn't have anything to burn. Plenty of shit to burn. In King's Landing around the Sept of Baylor. It should have went on a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. But the city should have started burning. Story down. reasons. And, Anyways, we got fucking uh, Tom and Cersei, Cersei looking at just oh, yeah. the happiest 
little clam ever. She's like, oh, she's like, oh yeah, I'm so fucking badass. I fucking win. And I mean, uh, even though we all hated her, we all cheered. Dude. That's the old thing. Like, yeah, that's the high sparrow thing. The high sparrow made me like Cersei. <laughs> that's like, how powerful the hatred <laughs> for religion is. He's sitting there thinking he's got a full house, and then bam, she lays out a fucking four of a fucking kind with aces or some shit. <laughs> what the fuck happened? She out of fucks here? shit yeah, up. Seriously. Super proud of herself. The whole time she's just sitting there getting beat and beat and beat, and then she's like, fuck. Bam! What's up now? Suck on these dudes. <laughs> and then the next scene we get is she goes down to the crypt before we see Tom and scene. She, I believe she goes down to the crypt, right? And she uh, sees, or she has the fucking, what the fuck is a lady? The high septum oh, yeah. little lady. Shame lady. Shame. Septum. Shame. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we see the septum all tied up against a fucking, like just on this little bed of, you know, and Cersei wakes her up by pouring a shit ton of wine on her face. Stupid waterboarding her essentially with wine. <laughs> That's the original waterboarding. <laughs> wine boarding. I've been getting drunk at least as I'm dying, you know what I'm saying? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And Cersei basically tells her, what did I, Remember what I said to you? My face will be the last thing you see before you die. Which is beautiful. And just like, I'm going Stevie to watched like, the episode four times, still can't quote it like that. No, she's like, <laughs> I was going to quote the other part. She says, I know why you did it. You did it because yeah. it felt good. And she goes, I do a lot of things because they feel good. I drink because it feels good. I lie because it feels good. I killed I my, my, brother. my husband because it felt good. To be rid of him. I, yeah, or to be rid of him, and it felt good. I fucked my brother because it feels good when he's inside me. I, uh, I lie about fucking my brother because it feels good to protect my son from hypocrites and like all this shit. And you're like, oh shit, this bitch is. And it felt good when I killed your high sparrow. And like she squeezes her hand as she's saying this. And it was like, Cersei's oh, <laughs> on a fucking roll, bro. She's gangster. And then she goes, how do you feel? And she goes, and like the high septum was like, good. I'm ready. Kill me. I'm ready to meet the gods. And Cersei's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> you eat summer child. <laughs> <laughs> gonna die today? Uh, oh no. Oh, not no. even tomorrow, not next week, <laughs> no. And then opens the door and the fucking zombie mountain walks in and takes off his helmet and you could just barely see his super zombie gross face. And then he's like taking off his more of his armor and you're like, oh my god, is he gonna zombie raper? <laughs> but that's not a thing. Zombie rape. It is now, boy. It is now, bitch. <laughs> it goes against everything we know about zombies. And she's freaking out, and he stands at the bed, and Sir starts walking out, grabs the door, and she goes, Shame. Yeah, that's so gang. Shame. <laughs> Just with the biggest smile, and it's like, Shame. Woo! <laughs> Dude, that was such a great, like, okay, oh, I'm man. actually cheering for somebody I despise. Right Again, now. this show does that to us. <laughs> and then fucking it, it cuts to to Tommen sitting in the fucking his little room or whatever, staring out the window. He's in shock and awe. Looking at the second of Baylor. And there's fire. two pillars, right? Like he's right in the middle of these two fucking the pillars. And one perfect. One signifies camera does not move. One signifies rest, the yeah. faith, and one signifies the crown. And that's what he was trying to do is unify it. And then you have him in the middle, and it's all this fucking signification or whatever. He has the crown, and then he leaves the scene. The camera the stays on the two pillars. Yep. He walks. Well, somebody comes and talks to him and says, I'm sorry, my lord. And he leaves the room. And Tom is just sitting there staring at the burning fucking sept. And then he just takes off his crown, turns around, walks out of camera. And you can hear him kind of set it down. And it stops for like a solid like four or five beats. Yeah, you don't hear say, shit. It's, it's like he it seems like he like placed the crown down, stared at it. 
thought about it for a second and said, fuck it. And finally grew some balls. I will say, little bitch grew some balls because it takes some balls to do that. And then he fucking turns and we get boop, boop, boop. Super fast walk and then fucking just face plants yeah, out the window. Belly flops it right out of there. <laughs> Crazy. And you're like, we were all, we had to pause it. We and all watched it together. I did not see that we one coming. Like, like, what? Dude, the we... wildfire, okay, I could see that. Yeah. This, I could see that. I That one came out of left fucking Dude, field Dude, that, me, I did not, yeah, because we, we must have watched an, it was like an hour and 10 minutes. We must have watched in like an hour and 30 because we kept rewinding and stopping and like freaking out doing cartwheels and shit in the oh, house. Great. What the no, fuck? That wasn't even the best thing. No, it wasn't. So Look at all this stuff we've already uh, had. And we haven't even gotten to the best thing okay, yet. So, what right, we... so Cer- after that, Cersei gets told about Cersei's devastated. And Cersei is crowned queen of the Seven Kingdoms. And I've heard a couple people confused about this as well. Like, how come the fuck, what? Because how come she gets to be queen? And it's very, it's just pretty simple. It's, uh... She became queen because she married Robert. Robert was the rightful king of the Annals, the first one of the Rhoynar. Then Cersei married him, and she became the queen. They have their three children. Okay. Then the king dies, and Joffrey became king. That made Cersei queen regent. She's queen regent. Until Joffrey until until dies, and then Joffrey Tommen becomes king. Age, yeah. And then she's queen regent, and Tommen marries Marjorie. So she's no, she's just Lady Cersei yeah, now, yeah. but, but Marjorie died first, yep. so that made Cersei back to Queen Regent, and then all, all of her children are dead. All the people that were part of that initial royal family are now dead because Tommen jumped, so she's the only one left of that original royal family since Robert's Rebellion. So if she's the only one left, okay, you're fucking the queen. There's no male to put up in that position right now, so... So That's why she's, she's queen. queen. It's by the law. I mean, it's very. It's been a couple hundred years. But she did take her last. There name. There was in the. She uh, did take yeah, her last. She name. said the first of House Lannister. Phil's first, first of her yeah. name. Yeah. And queen it was, uh, Cersei Lannister. I think it was like I want to say like two hundred years before that during like the Dance of the Dragons. Last time like a queen was crowned, oh, wow. but it was a but it was it was contested, which is what started the Dance of the Dragons. But um, anyways. So that we last thing we get of her is like sitting on the sitting throne, on her throne, and we see Kyburn crowning her, and I missed She's it the, the first hand time. Of the king. But he has yeah. the badge, the hand of the queen badge on, so now he's hand. Yep. So that's dangerous, and uh, that's awesome. I have a question: Can when once Jamie gets back there and he's like he's there and all that good stuff, can he marry her, and then he's the king? And then the Lannisters can reign. Actually, I don't know. Like that can be a thing, Maybe, right? She could say, "I'll burn everybody's house down if you don't let me marry my brother." She is queen. The Targaryens did it. It might be a thing. That's why she called everybody hypocrites because they hmm. followed the Targaryens, but they look at them like they're bad because they fuck each other. Yeah, but she was cheating on her husband, though. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Mm. Um, but then so from there we get Danny's story. So. Well, actually, we got Jamie shows up and Jamie sees her and Jamie looks at her. Jamie like, looks at her like, "Damn, oh. bitch, you went crazy!" And she's like, "Yeah, bro, I went crazy." And <laughs> like, this makes Maggie the Frog's prophecy come true. You might remember oh, Maggie yeah, the Frog I forgot. from episode one of season five. She's that weird witch lady that had this little prophecy for Cersei to tell her future. It's like, you will have three children. Gold will be their crowns, and gold their shrouds. And said so that you will outlive your children. And in the books, she actually mentions you will be strangled by the hands of the Valonqar. That's what, what she says in the books. You will be strangled by what? The hands of the Valonqar. Which is Val- what's a Valonqar? Valerian for little brother. You will be strangled by the hands, hands of your little brother. Of your of little, the brother. little brother. Of the little brother. 
So but you don't that know. Mean, Tyrion! But that's ah! what she thought her whole life. That's, <laughs> what, that's what she thought her whole life. That oh. it was Tyrion. But we don't know. Could mean Jamie. We don't know it who could came, came out first. We don't know who came out Jamie. first. If Jamie came check out this first, crazy. check this out. Check this out. That would be totally in Jamie's arc. No, Stevie, I thought of this one. What if it's the Hound? Oh, because oh, the, the little brother, brother of the Not only that, but because he joined that the group of the brothers. What? The silent brothers. <laughs> and there was older brother, and then him, and he's also. Yeah. So it could be it could mean a million things, but most likely it'll be Jamie. Uh, completing his arc, like you said, it would mean a lot because the way they what were, if it's the way they were so it technically close, could be brand. The way they were so close and the way they divided between like their journeys and they became so separated, kind of got back and separated again. It might make sense for his arc to kill the Mad Queen again, just like he killed the Mad King. Him killing the Mad Queen as well because she's gonna go fucking crazy. You could already see it in his eyes. He was like, "What have you done?" Yeah, like he wasn't about it. He was not about it. He was like. Bitch, you just fucked us up. Like, what the fuck are we gonna do now? We won't have anything. Like, good fucking luck. Was it worth it? Was it worth losing all your family to sit on that throne? Like, to keep yeah. your throne? Was it worth it? And it was not. You know what I mean? Because the one thing that kept her sane, the one thing that kept her, like, hu- hu- the only hum- uh, humanist part of her was her kids. She felt for her kids. The only she humanity would, she possessed yeah, was her was love for her children. Her for t- and because she couldn't stand the fact that Marjorie might get more attention from him that she started this war against the Tyrells in the way a while ago like she started this war against Tyrells and that's how this god damn George is a gangster this has easily got to be one of if not the best book series ever I'm gonna say it as a series (laughs) so good what the fuck dude that's why I'm hoping that someone does the whole Star Wars thing and they like they take things like that it's better than Star Wars I mean no no it's better for me it's better better for me too but what I'm saying is Star Wars is no what I'm saying is what they did with Star Wars all the fans what all the fans did with Star Wars you have the extended universe. So you have crazy. all these people writing fan fictions for Star Wars. I hope they do this yeah. with George's story. I hope it's, yeah, talented writers, not just fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, after that, I think it was like the weakest, the only not good scene of the entire episode, which was Danny saying goodbye to Dario. Which was stupid. It's just kind of like, I, don't, just, like, I you hit super us, don't give a shit. Yeah, you hit us with so much shit already. Like, if anything, that should have been where we started. You could have started the episode with that you fucking You don't want to fucking have it, something that drops yeah, off. Yeah, you drop but, it way low. But from that scene, we get something beautiful. We get Daenerys goes, or Daenerys goes to talk to fucking Tyrion. And they're uh, basically that's saying... True. That was a nice They're basically saying, okay, well... Yeah, but here's my opinion. You could have, because they mention when she talks to Tyrion, they talk about what, what she just did. So you could have skipped that whole scene with Dario yeah, yeah. and just had that oh, be exhibition yeah. of, it was hard to say goodbye to him. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, it was the right thing to do. Dario Naharis will do good here. You can't be with him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's like, like, oh, so, so good. You could have right, edited yeah. it out. So someone online, someone thing. on the internet, please edit the episode and take out that scene. <laughs> Perfect episode after that. <laughs> that this, this, this part that made me fucking seriously cry, man. Man, I think did you see I when cried he got so many times you, I watched that scene. You saw in season one when he got crowned the hand. Right? Yeah, well, I knew he got the hand from his father because his father was it fighting wasn't the same battle. Thing? No, his father was fighting a war at the time. He says, "Go in my place," because Joffrey called for Tywin to be the hand of the king. But he's like, "Go in my place." I'm in a fucking battle. I'm the most badass, one of the, if not the best, strategist in all of the Seven Kingdoms in the history of West, in the history of uh, the Ice and Fire. He is the most amazing. He even says to Arya. 
I haven't lost. Have you lost a battle? And he's like, well, if I lost a battle, I wouldn't be here. A war. He, yeah. He got to be in my position if I ever lost a war. Yeah, and so he is a, an amazing strategist. And it's funny because the two kids he was trying to raise to be like him, Cersei and Jamie, they're not. Tyrion's more like his yeah. father. The kid that he was trying to kill and ignore and not exist is the only one that really learned from him. Yep. And ended up becoming a great hand. But so he does great with the, with being the hand actually in Westeros. But then, him, if it wasn't for line, him being the hand in Westeros, it would have burned down. Stannis would have took it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. But so then we, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Fast oh, forward. Actually, actually, like they would have gotten in, but then Tyrone would have showed up with the Tyrells. Mm. Okay. Well, so then, so well, who, this, but Cersei might have been murdered. So Daenerys goes and talks to you know. Talks to Tyrion, and they're having a conversation. Basically, yeah, I can't bring him back to Restoros. And they start talking a little bit about her father for a second. And because then, she said something like, I'll burn it all, or some crazy no, shit. No, like um. That. She said something crazy, and he was like, Well, uh, you're acting like uh, your dad right now. No, like, I'm gonna burn all of this fucking everything and everyone. And he's like, So your plan's to just like go over there and attack? Like, there's no <laughs> strategy? I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, She's so, all, I have dragons. <laughs> so, with Tyrion's talking to her, and he basically tells her, I would pledge you my sword, but I don't own a sword. And she goes, It's not your sword I want, it's your counsel. And then he just looks at her and she goes, I had something made for you. And, you know, I, I, I've had it made. I don't really know if this is what it looks like. It's perfect. It's okay? perfect, yeah. <laughs> fake modesty, and she, <laughs> she fucking pulls out of her tits. Yeah, that's right. Out of her it tits. It was in her tits. It was in her tits. She pulls Very out, seductively pulls out the hand of the king. Pulls out the hand of the king. And, and, you and know Tyrion's how be, fucking like, eyes, Let me get dude. it. Let me get no, that well, his, pussy. Dude, his <laughs> eyes, man. Like, right there, when he's seen it, it was like, this is real. This isn't just my dad going, right. go there for me, whatever, you little fucking imp. This is someone who says, you mean something to me. Finally, you're import- I'm important to somebody. I'm finally treated like I matter. Because throughout his character arc, he doesn't matter. So he, he's a fucking cynic. He's cynical. He's, he's cynic to everybody. He's like, fuck you. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anything. And he goes, people have been trying to tell me my whole life to believe in gods, to you know, believe in family, to believe in this. And he basically tells her, I believe in you. I believe in your cause. And then that's when she pulls out thing and says, I want your counsel. And she pins the hand of the king on him. And Tyrion doesn't even say anything. He just stares at her. He gets his fucking tears in his eyes. You can see it. And he just drops down to one knee. And he based like, my my counsel is yours from here to the, to the end of my days, basically. Oh, and it's the best bond on dude, the show. Dude, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is beautiful. The hand of the queen. That's what the so hand of the queen. So you got a great relationship there between them two. All right, let's go to a bad relationship. So <laughs> Mel and Davos. <okay? laughs> we get in the north. We get finally because uh, finally uh, Davos has his opportunity to confront Melisandre, which we saw in the ninth episode. Which Adney said, "Hey, he might find the fucking place where they burned." And he did. Stannis and he did. Daughter. He found it before the battle and didn't say shit until after which the was fucking cool. battle. Which I thought he was knows what's important. Gangster. He knows what's important. At the moment, he's like, I, we can't have desertion in the ranks right now. Let's get this over with. Then we'll settle this shit. Fucking mono we mono. Adney how to call it, though. We see as Jon Snow is in, he's all, like, talking about, like, he's, like, reminiscing. He's like, we used to, like, feast here. I sat way down there at the end of the, the hall down there. Like a fucking dog. And she was just kind of like, yeah, well, I had a lot worse. He goes, yeah, I guess I was pretty lucky, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, she, yeah, because yeah. he said, well, some people got to eat. Like, some people got to be in a castle. Yeah. You know, or you she got was, to be in she, a castle, at least. She Fuck says you. that she's from a shy, which is probably the worst place ever to be from. And 
so and then Davos like walks in and then he just walks up hella fast, throws the fucking fucked up little uh, carving he made at uh, Shireen at Melisandre. She catches it. And then he goes, tell oh, him what you did. Davos carved that for her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes it even more of a connection. He carved her a couple of I, things. Remember, I'm, yeah. still, I'm catching up, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually does build the relationship. I'll tell you this, though, right now. Like, continue. Sorry. I, w- I want to talk about his emotion, because, dude. Yeah, he goes, oh tell God. him what you did. Tell him! <laughs> tell him! Then he's shaking. His jaw is shaking. Dude, that is some of the best acting I, dude, in I, the series. He, dude, that was so fucking real. I'm not. That was the most amazing acting ever. I had she to post good. it. I was like, dude, she was kind. And I you loved her. Like, I loved it like she was my own, dude. And he was like, tell him, tell and tell him what you did. And she goes, I, we know, we were the, we the horses no were dying. The horses were dying. God, my God, called for us. If your God calls for you to burn a child, then your God is evil. That's and you're like, line. such a good line, dude. <laughs> I was like, and his, oh, shit! His lip that has relevance today! <laughs> his lip is quivering, his jaw is shaking, and his, dude, you can see it in his face. Like, dude, he, it was real as fuck. Like, he was in the show. It was, it wasn't even like he was an actor, man. That no, was, was some of the most brilliant acting I've ever seen, and I hella cried. I teared up it was amazing. hella bad, There were a lot of times where I teared up. I, I teared up a bunch of times. Cry, <laughs> but I was like, oh, be a man. Dude, I teared up a couple times in this episode. Even when we watching, I've teared up. I don't, I don't care. I'm an emotional pussy, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, so he basically says, he goes, please, I, I say execute this woman uh, for killing, Let basically for murder, for murder, and then... Jon Snow walks up to her and she goes, I, if she it wasn't for like, killing him, if it wasn't for killing her, we wouldn't be here today, bitch. So fuck you. She looks at him kind of like, come on, man, you see me naked. You know you don't want to do this. <laughs> and she's like, that, that lord saved Jon Snow. We wouldn't have Jon Snow without my lord. He's like, I didn't demand this. I just do what he asks of me. It's like, the lord never asked you to do that. You interpreted things wrong. That's your fault. And then John fucking looks at him and goes, you go south. Ride south Because today. John's not going to be ride like, okay, south executor. Today. Like, she literally brought me back to life, bro. So, yeah. like, <laughs> He's all, ride south gone. today. Uh-huh. If I ever see you in the north again, I'll have you hung for a murder. And then she walks by Davos. Like, Davos, like, steps in front of her face. And he goes, I'll execute you myself. And then Adney said, well, she's going to come in contact with Arya now because she said that last time she saw Arya. I think, Arya, last time, I, I, I think it's going to be, like, probably in the first episode of the next yeah. season. While she's leaving While she's North. leaving and Arya's coming. I mean, that's just the timelines meet perfect right there. Like, there'd be no reason for them not to have a fucking interaction. It, it just seems like that's what's going to happen. And I'm still stoked about it. Like, so that's what happened with... That's what happened with fucking uh, Jon Snow and Melisandre. Then what was Davos. next? Was, so, was Arya so next come or to no? that, So next? come to that, we get Jamie obviously, and he's at the twins. Um, he's celebrating the fucking... Oh, right. The, okay, then yeah. that they, they got fucking a river, a river run back. With the So phrase. Blackwater, he's with Bronn, which we love Bronn uh, immediately. Um, and this is actually before he comes, him and Bronn come into... We're going to give you the whole like spiel of everybody. But um, this is before he obviously goes back to King's Landing. But um, he's at, he's eating dinner with the Freys. At first, we thought Red Wedding number two is Frey gonna turn against. <laughs> I did not think the at all because we had a Game of Thrones party, so there was a lot of people there, and immediately everyone was like Red Wedding two. I was like, "There's no fucking way!" Like they're out. Like I just I didn't. 
I didn't see it. I mean, I guess you. <laughs> I guess I could see the argument for well, it. Anytime anybody keeps in that hole, but he's that, been dude. with the Lannisters from the no. very beginning. No, like, if there's one that, person he's not gonna kill, it's the Lannisters. It was just that opening shot made me feel really uneasy. <laughs> and it reminds like, us of dark times, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that. Close, we got I, really, I mean, I, you guys put it, and then I was like, no, please don't kill Jamie. We got like what's funny is there's this weird servant girl who looks like she's from Volantis or something. Real dark skin. She keeps looking over at Jamie in like this really like weird way, and he's just noticing it. Like, which Adney is, and he feels uncomfortable about it, which is funny. And she's like, "I fucking the shit out of him." At least just, that's what you think. Adney and I both assumed it was um, what's her name in the show? Talisa Miger. Talisa, yeah, which is uh, Rob's wife that got killed at the red wedding. It. She's from. She looks like from Volantis, same place she's from. She, same skin color, everything. You assume, and because of what she's wearing. Why would you assume that it's her though? You saw her. No, not her. Oh. Somebody. Somebody. Because somebody, oh, no, because oh. Talisa is a highborn in Volantis. Very like a royal family, a lot of money. So it would make sense that you know you kill someone from that family, they send someone to kill you, kind of mm. thing. Or so that's what we thought automatically, and I guarantee the showrunners knew that we were gonna think that. They kind of like put that in there to trick us. Don't you think? Because well, it was Walter the same guy. would have noticed. Walter, though? no, he doesn't Walter. know where she's from. All Walter notices Walter. is he's ninety hot something chick. years old, dude. He's ninety something years old. He, got he noticed that she was good looking. And what's funny is we got that whole scene of like Walter comparing himself to Jamie. And like, yeah, we're just like, they, they snicker behind our backs, but who's still standing, huh? We're both Kingslayers, you know that, right? And like, Jamie's just oh, yeah. disgusted with the bag. comparison. He's so disgusted, like, wow, am I really like Walter? He's like, Frey? no, I had a good reason to kill my king. You're just an asshole. <laughs> You're yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> and then from so yeah, and then Jamie gets up disgusted. Jamie gets disgusted. Little... Jamie he was goes, he goes so like, yeah. he's like, have you ever have you ever fought before, Lord Frey? He's like. Oh, I, my def- my enemies are dead. I'm still here. I call that winning. And, all <laughs> shit. and he goes like, he goes, yeah, but we had, you know, if we have to march, like people don't fear you or House Frey, they fear House Lannister. If we have to march up north every, every time one. that somebody takes them from you, then why do we need you? What good are you? So and then good. gets up and leaves. So good. And he sits next to his buddy Bron, and uh, and then of course these two sluts are just like staring at Jamie. And Bronn's like, but the first you get that one girl yeah. who's staring. Once again, I fucking Jamie or something weird. Him. And Bronn's all, I fucking hate you, man. Like, <laughs> it's, every, it's not you're easy for you. You're like, <laughs> sitting next to you is the worst thing ever because every chick just wants to fuck you. He's like, well, those two, want, those two are staring at you. They're staring at you, you cunt. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, yeah, you're right. Hey, girls, come here. Have you ever met Braun of the Blackwater? <laughs> He's like, I'll take your pity. Like, I'm, not, I'm not horny, kind of what he says. And then he, he like, not- drinks, and he goes... Fuck it. <laughs> and stands up and you're like, oh, great, dude. And Whatever, dude. I'll take Jamie's leftovers all day. It's when Jamie's left alone and we assume, okay, is someone going to kill Jamie? Is, is you know, something happening? Or is happening? Jamie going to kill Walder? What's going to happen? Yeah, you did have, there was that tension and then And then nothing. we clips over to Walder by himself in, <laughs> by himself. in the same room that same Red room. Wedding happened at. And he's sitting there eating fucking a uh, pie. And he gets that you server girl that it's same more weird... Like, um... Like a pot pie. It's not like a meat like pie. No, it's a meat pie. pie. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, a chicken pie. Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. pie. Basically yeah. orders it, and then that one weird servant girl that was staring at Jamie this whole time walks over with the shepherd's pie, lays it down in front of him, and then he goes, where are my damn sons at? They said they were going to be here by, you know, morning or something like that. Black, and then she goes, but they are here, my lords. Where are they at? Tell them to get in here. What are they doing? Shaving their cunts or cunters? Uh-huh. He goes, tell them to get in here. No, but they are here, my lord. In and he looks there. around. He looks around. And she goes, in here, my lord. 
and then he's like, what? And he pulls up a little bit of the crust, and you see a fucking toenail in there, or a toe, an actual fucking toe with the nail. And he's like taken aback. He's like, what the fuck? Starts shaking. And then out of nowhere, we get a fucking removal of the face, Bravosi style. Oh shit! She's a faceless fucking Arya, holy fucking shit, Stark! And what does she say? She says, "My name is Arya Stark. I want you to know that." She's like, "The last thing you'll be la- see before you die is a Stark goes, looking down on you, smiling." And he's like, "And he fuck, and he gets the try and run. run. She fucking grabs him by Just his hair, scolds him like, back, super quick, holds so him by his Grey Worm style. Come here, bitch! Holds him by his fucking forehead." And then slices his throat open, and it looks like she's seriously orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> like, she is she's orgasming, like, oh, though. Yeah. Looking up into the sky, like, yeah. Yeah, then she looks down and smiles at him, like, yeah. She's like, yeah. She's like, yes. Oh, get some. Get some. Get some. And we So that's why like she's sitting there was, staring at Jamie, because Jamie's like the last one on her list. To me, it was the biggest reveal of the show. We already knew about Jon Snow's lineage. We knew about yeah, his we parents. Like, everything else was like built up to. We all saw it coming. Tommen was a surprise. Tommen was, was a surprise, but this one was a better. This one there was one other thing we didn't see coming. But this was more surprising than that other thing we didn't see coming. Oh, I do. That was like what? It was the, the big. It blew. Like we straight paused the episode. Stevie's literally on the ground, rolling around. <laughs> going, what? What? Everybody in the entire fucking room is fucking losing their fucking shit. We rewound it. We rewound it and watched. We watched it again. That little snippet of a scene. But rewind it. Let's make sure that's all real. We don't know for sure this is real. No, it's, it's joking. We need to know this really happened. The show would not have been as amazing if we didn't have all the old friends together eating a bunch of food and celebrating this season finale together. It was beautiful. It was, it was, it was so good. We had so much food and beer. It was great. That Anyways, was such a so fuck here's the thing. How the fuck did she get over there? So she's fast. in the Riverlands and she's going to go north. Melisandre is in north coming south. They're, they might. I really think they should run into each other. That's what Melisandre, the first time she saw Arya was all, we will see each other again and then fucked off. So they should run into each other, if not just for the sake of it. Just for the sake Something of it. Something cool needs to happen. I agree. Um, but I definitely. I wonder, think, I wonder but if the hound. You, I can't Arya's wait till. I again. cannot wait until Arya finds out what's happened in the north. Dude, she's gonna be so fucking stoked to Dude, find her out. Her list about is John. gonna go from one to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> she's adding mad more people to that list. Everyone's like, like dead already. <laughs> I know everyone is dead. How can you even fight wars when no one's alive? You know. She has like Cersei and Jaime, like the only two left on her list. Yep. Um, okay. And the mountain. And the mountain, and the even mountain. though he's already dead. Okay, so then, so the next scene, we get Sansa and Littlefinger. Yeah, well, Sa- it's more no, like Sansa and John. Yeah, Sansa and John are talking like on the ramparts oh, okay. of Winterfell. We get yeah. the, we the ramparts out of all the, the north there. The hawk or whatever. Fuck off! Oh, yeah, the white owl. Yeah. Raven. Raven. The white, uh, raven. Oh, the white raven. Guys, dude. Owl makes it. way more you sense. Guys, we, get peacock. <laughs> we get the white peacock. <laughs> <laughs> flying in from the sky. You guys name like every bird species there was. No, wait, before we reveal this, we get... Next scene, we get Sam Tarly oh, yeah, making yeah. it to the Citadel, which is pretty cool. And then you get to like really understand. We get like okay, it's, we yeah, we get to see like Sam. We already know he's going to become a maester. Obviously, that's a part of his arc. We, we get, get that see, from the beginning. No, we of get Sam. to see um the Reach for the first time, but more yeah. specifically, we get to see Old Town and we get to see high uh the High Tower and it's yeah. fucking beautiful and like he's walking up and it's like it look the city looks beautiful and then he goes into the Citadel 
or not, and then he talks to that one weird creepy guy at the mm-hmm. desk <laughs> with the glasses. And he's, and he's like, like "You want order. the maester. And He makes him hand him the fucking mm-hmm. thing. I made. I've been uh, ordered from Lord Commander Jon Snow to become a maester, and like has to reach hell far across to get it to him. He's like, "It's from our records that G- Gior Mormont is Lord Commander." He's like, "Yeah, but he was murdered and all that kind of thing." And Jon Snow is all this. He's like, "Well, we have to confirm this. You have access to the library, but that's all." But Sam's like, that's all I fucking needed. And I start walking in. And then, of course, like, no, we no children. And, and Sam's like, like, books over vagina, homie. Oh, okay. <laughs> books over bitches, bro. <laughs> and he walks in. And Name like, of the podcast. <laughs> he walks through that. Like, there's, like, this little thin little aisle of all these, like, pages of really, really old pages of script. And he's just walking. He's like, wow, so much to read. And then he passes that. And it's this enormous fucking library. It's huge. And it's so well lit. And it's beautiful. And he's fucking has this huge boner about it mm-hmm. and like the chandeliers are what we see in the opening of the show like those that fucking astro glow that every in the opening sequence of every episode it looks like the sun and there's a banner that chills right. the story though that actual thing is hanging in the citadel and that was a really cool fucking little easter egg that they had in there but it's gonna take him a while to actually learn anything like his there's no his Dewey decimal system is now <laughs> dead like you honestly don't have to bring him up in, in season seven because, like, what is he doing? He's over there reading. Like, you really don't have to focus Five on the storyline. You really don't. Like, you unless, can put all your time into everything un- else un- until unless he there will be one the- thing that you come back and he's going to find something. Yeah, with that's smart. With the long night and he but sends don't a raven to Johnson. don't sit there and toy with me and you fucking put him in every episode or every other episode. There's no need yeah, unless yeah. he's going to serve unless, a fucking purpose. Unless Randall Tarley just goes to the Citadel and fucking... Because he does want his fucking thing. my sword. But see, I could see us seeing Randall before we see... Sam in yeah, the next season. I could see that, that would too. make sense. I'm cool with that. I can see that too. Just him like, going after Sam's the sword. Heart's Bane or is it What's Bane? up with him and his girl? Like, obviously, she's going to be able to get by. Sam's not just like, obviously, something go- is going to come out of that situation that she's going to be okay. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to show us that. Show us the conflict. Show us all that. But don't sit there and toy with us seven to eight minutes out of an episode and he's fucking reading jacking off and shit. Like, that was going to piss me yeah, off. Yeah. But... We got that. That and was then, great. Then we get the whole uh, White Raven shows up at Winterfell, and Sansa tells John, he's like, Raven from the oh, Citadel, yeah. winter is here. Not and winter John, is coming, winter is here. John smiles and says, oh, well, father always promised, didn't he? Why are you smiling, and bro? And he's like, this is not a good thing. Like, <laughs> this, this is, is scary. scary. In this world is winter, and you're stoked about it. Years, years of winter, and the worst one in a thousand years, which was so on the nose, because we know the White Walkers haven't been around they for a thousand, a thousand years. They like to say a thousand in this fucking show. Yeah. We know the White Walkers haven't been around for a thousand years, so this is like on the nose of this is why the Night King's the Night's King is coming, and all this bullshit. And we get uh, Sansa is in the Godswood, praying or not really praying. Um, she's just kind of there. It's it's a peaceful place. Why wouldn't you? And uh, Littlefinger like shows up, and they had that weird conversation. He Basically, asks her if she's praying, and she goes, I'm, "I don't pray anymore. I'm just here because it reminds me of being a child." Sort of is what she says. She was like, I gave up on the gods. <laughs> like, I wanted so for so long. I wanted to leave this place and think about what life would be like outside of it. And now I'm here. I'm just so happy to be back. And then he admits that like the thing that he wants most in the world is to sit on the Iron Throne. And he's in love with her, and he wants her as his queen. And whenever he makes a decision, he always goes, well, will it help me get on the Iron Throne? Yes or no? 
no, well, then I'm not going to do it. Like, that's how he thinks. He admits this to her, and he tries to kiss her, and then she friend zone stops him. Like, says, not even, oh, like, turn the no. cheek goes, straight, hand on chest, like, bro, you can't move anymore. And she says, which is great, that's a pretty picture. And she walks around. I'm like, dude, you got friend zoned super hard, bro. <laughs> That's Jorah level friend. <laughs> Seriously, oh, like if you got Jorah level friend zone, you're fucked. Nothing will ever come of this. Mm-hmm. You can't hang out with bitches if you That's get Jorah torture, level friend zone. Just torture. Anyways, um, that that was like a quick. That gave us a quick. lot of information. Yeah. It was real quick, but it gave us a lot. Is like finally we get the admission. Well, finally from Lil- we get it from Little admission, Finger, exactly. yeah, from him himself. Yeah, really. Because important. you sit there and you're you've been thinking about that the whole entire series, and yeah, and him and Barry's saying- fucking hint at it while they're doing their fucking talks and everything, but he's never actually confirmed it, and so you get that conf- another another arc that you're finally getting yes, some fucking check off gun finally like- paid off, and also you get it in the beginning when he's asked by his horse what do you want, and he goes everything. Everything and all things. Everything is, there is. Yeah, everything there is. And it's like, okay, well, that's a hint at it. But yeah, we already know that Littlefinger, he's, only he's playing the game. 13 to 15 episodes left. Yeah, he's playing. That's it. Littlefinger's playing the game, like one of the best players in the game, because he was a lowborn person. He came from a, fucking the fingers, and that's where you get Littlefinger from. He's tiny. You could and, argue he's the best player. You could argue that he's even better than Varys, because unlike Varys, no, wait, dude, best he, earned, he earned a lordship. <laughs> First, he, he earned a lordship. He earned Iron Hall. Then he became Lord of the fucking Vale. Huge, dude. He married the fucking lady. Like, like he's moved up. Man, who killed the... He was the master of fucking coin. I forgot who killed the... Caitlyn's sister. He did. He pushed her down the fucking moon. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Made her fly. And then she admitted, you're the one that made me poison John Aaron, which put the whole thing into motion like Adney brought up. So basically... Littlefinger start, started little the figure whole started all thing. this shit. He started the whole thing. This entire fucking rebellion of the from the north. Started like, from the bottom. Now we're here. And he <laughs> and to, to finish his arc, if he did get to fuck and marry Sansa, it would finish his whole thing because it's like Catelyn Stark didn't yeah. want him. Okay, now I'm gonna fuck he the was, daughter yeah, that you at have. At one time, he now was a naive f- boy. He fell in love with Catelyn Catelyn Tully, Tully, because he was he was because he was fostered at uh, River Run, and he grew up with Catelyn. And he fell in love with her, but then he found out that Brandon was going to marry her, and she fell in love with Brandon, and he was super jealous, and he challenged Brandon to a duel and said, I will challenge you, and whoever wins gets to be with Catelyn. And Brandon, of course, you know, he's a badass, and he's like, okay, little boy. And uh, Littlefinger thought, oh, I read a bunch of stories where the little guy always won, so I'll totally win, yeah. He got fucked up, Brandon almost murdered him, and Catelyn begged Brandon not to. So he's like, okay, I'll spare him. And then from that day on, he was like, okay, fuck all lords. Like, all of them. Like, fuck all these people. They treat me like such a piece of shit because I'm not born like them. They look down on me because I'm not them. I'm not good enough to marry a woman I love because I'm not a lord. Well, I'm going to take everything from all of you. And it would make sense like, since he fell out with Catelyn that if he were to be able to marry her daughter, who's better looking mm-hmm. and younger, of course, and uh, take that castle from because it was Brandon who almost killed him to take yeah. the castle that was supposed to belong to him. That would be great revenge for him. Yeah. All right. So next we got we enter into Winterfell and you're in like the Grand Hall. So yeah. yeah goes, it, it what's, went, it, what's it considered? What's the term for? Is it the Grand Hall? Or, well, or well, I think we, it is. We get like so from the whole very. Uh, so we get the 
Yeah, yeah. After 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 Sansa leaves, she goes into it clips over, and she's at the head of the table at the Great Hall, and John is kind of sitting there as like her vassal, basically. Like she's queen, or not queen, but like she is Lady of Winterfell. She's like Winterfell is her, not me, and I'm her fucking like just his body posture as her counselor, as her fucking. uh, Sorry, but before that, um, before she even talked to Littlefinger, basically John confronts her and says. She apologized to John, which we we said, oh, okay, that's yeah. a hole. That's a hole in the story. Her not fucking telling him about the veil. Why didn't she tell him? So they paid that off, which was nice. They finally she like, apologized, like, oh yeah, like, I should have told stupid you. Stupid reason. And then John Snow basically said, we have to trust each other. Yeah. Like if we want to make through, if we want to make we it through so this. We have so many enemies now. We yeah. can't fight a war amongst ourselves. Which was so good. And then, so from there, so the reason we get an enter into that hall Wait, hold is on, because me, me, after the town... Ta- I did not think I was going to fall in love with Jon Snow from like the first two seasons. I was like, fuck this emo fucking douchebag. Man the fuck up, blah, blah, blah. And like through six seasons... He's, through his growth. Like, it's so amazing. Dude, he's a great character. Okay, so anyways, And, and so, well, the, so we're giving you just whole Jon Snow story, but... In the in between this, we get the Tower of Joy, and then we get the baby open its eyes, and then from there you get this fucking oh, really beautiful music right. in the background, and boom, it clips over to Jon Snow's eyes, hinting or showing specifically that the baby it, yeah. is Jon Snow, and then from there you're in the hole, and everyone's talking, and they're basically talking shit about the wildlings at first or the free folk, going like, "We don't share, you know, we're not gonna share with the free folk and all this bullshit." You brought them in here. You brought invaders in here. It's like they didn't. We we weren't. We didn't invade you. We were invited. <laughs> yeah. hey, we were invited. You sound like Bill Burr. <laughs> and then, yeah, then John basically says, "Like my father always told me, you find your greatest fa- you find your greatest friends on the battlefield." And battlefield. He's like, I like how you always whenever you <laughs> talk with John, you try to do it. <laughs> but um, he basically says that, like, you find your greatest friends on the battlefield, and so basically, like, fuck you guys. They fought. Bravely and honorably next to Tormund us. Tormund killed one of the best fucking soldiers. Tormund, Tormund, yeah. Tormund, one of the best fucking soldiers in the fucking north, and you're not gonna give him any kudos, bro. Exactly, like, dude. For real? No, you get props, bro. <laughs> Seriously, dude, that's fuck, dude. He was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, of course, he's there to defend him and all that stuff. And then uh, we have that whole council of just, northerners. All the, yeah. all the lords that um, are all the lords of the north are there now. Including the ones that didn't even fight for him. They had the Manderleys, the Umbers, fucking... Karstarks. Everyone is there. The Karstarks Even the people that there. fought against oh, not? him. Karstarks fought against him. Oh, yeah. okay. Karstarks but and Umbers everyone the from the North is up there. ...are fucking dead as fucking dead. Dude. Wait. Dead as fucking And they're talking Karstarks? about... And they're still... Are, they're are, mostly they're just arguing about the Wildlings. And, like, John's like, listen, we need each other. Like, the real war is out there. Not the, yet. Our real enemy brings the dead, and he is coming. And we can't fight amongst ourselves, like trying to fucking rally them all together. Like, come on, you guys. Magic is real, bro. All right. Come on. <laughs> I saw them. I seen it. I seen it. I really thought you should have been into more detail about it, though. Been like, I Look, agree. I'm with I you. I was at Hardhome. I saw the dead things attack. I, I fought a, a white. I killed a fucking other. It was totally awesome of me to do that. <laughs> He's I'm like, super awesome. Yeah, guys. that's I what he should have said. Exactly. I, I cannot wait to watch Hardhome for the first time when I'm because I'm p- catching oh, up. God. I'm already almost done with second season, dude. I cannot Honestly, wait to Hardhome. I don't want to watch Hardhome at all. I want it to build up to Hardhome. Honestly, for myself, these last two episodes are better. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, well, that's like the well, best. Hardhome's still amazing. You don't still give say me like the best three, three would be Hardhome, yeah. the Winds of Winter, because well, I like the all three. Wait, hold on. I have to say this. 
All three of those fucking episodes are directed by the same fucking You didn't person. tell us his fucking name last yes, time. Yes, I fucking no, he did. did. He wrote it. He wrote the name. He it's, wrote a, it on the t- it's a Mexican name. Uh, no, no, like, oh, he's Mexican. Nothing like that. I fucking love him. I'm obviously in fucking love with him. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it up. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, I just so- wanted to say that the three best Game of Thrones episodes are directed by the same guy. So how about you guys just let that guy direct all the episodes? Seriously. And he, made maybe, the call, maybe, he made the call in Battle of the Bastards. Maybe he'll be too. like, a, he doesn't want to put that much stress, so like alternate every other episode or something. Give him most. Give oh, him most, sure. exactly. That's all if I'm he's saying. Gonna, when, you do, when you do the Game of Thrones movie about <laughs> Robert's Rebellion... The trilogy movies about Robert's Rebellion. Whoa, that would be Give it so, to this dude. Guy. It would make so much money. What the fuck, dude? They would if they did that. There's, there's gonna dude. be so much shit that happens after this is all taken care of. If they of. did like, that, if they the, did Robert's once Rebellion, the season trilogy. is done, it's oh gonna get crazy, dude. It's gonna get fucking crazy. Dude, I don't know why they would not do a trilogy of Robert's Rebellion. I think that would be fucking genius. If you're listening, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. Okay, Do you remember the name out. of the episode, Adney? Hard Home. No, no, no. no. Winds the of Winter. Episode. Winds of Winter is the last one, which I thought was really cool. I was going to bring that up because that's the name of the book that's coming out. Book six is called Winds of Winter. Oh, really? And, yeah, and book seven is called A Dream of Spring. A Dream of... What? Yeah. So, what? This next book is a supposed to be dream all of, of spring. A dream. Oh, not so it's spring, not has spring has come, but a dream of spring. He's but supposed to write so two more like, books? Yeah, totally. Ah, he's not doing that. Yeah, he is. No, I doubt it, bro. How old is he? Dude, 60, he's 70. not going to die. He's going to die before he keeps saying it, too. Quit saying I'm going to die. You're <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up, man. God. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, he is. Anyways, well, okay, so... Back to the actual episode. So yeah, you get you get that clip of John, and then um, so basically they're all arguing about the fucking wildlings, and Liana Mormont stands up, and everyone shuts Liana the Mother fuck up. Motherfucking Mormont. Everyone else shuts the fuck up because Liana Mormont is the shit. We all know it's one of our favorite characters. Basically, she told like she claimed she, she looks did. over to Lord Manderley, this big fat dude with his white fucking beard and his stupid white hair. Which okay, so Lord Manderley, because they don't ever really talk about him. He rules over White Harbor, and White Harbor is the biggest, yes, richest city in the north. Retain the information. It's one thing to like watch the lore, but to able to retain everything is gonna be really hard for me. But anyways, I'm continue. a broken human being. Chris. <laughs> um, what's funny is they were actually Southerners, and they were driven out of I think the Reach or somewhere like that. Like they were driven out of their lands. They had nowhere to go, and the Northerners, the Starks, said, "You know what? You can settle here in the north. We'll let you live here in our lands." And so they owe everything to the oh, Starks. Wow. They owe everything to the North. They started their town in White Harbor, and like it, it's what it is. It's a harbor. It's this giant, enormous port city, and that's how they have like they're super rich with like trade and everything. They don't have like a shit ton of gold, but they're very wealthy, powerful family. But uh, and like their their like sigil is like a merman with a trident or something like that. But um, she goes, Lord Manderly. You refused the call, even though you had all those sons die. Yeah, or you had someone or you died at the red wedding. You're like, son died at the red wedding, and then she calls out another house. Which house? Uh, she. I think three houses Corwin. she calls out, something like that, and she goes, Corwin, Lord Corwin, your father was killed by Ramsay. Skinned alive, yeah. Fl- yeah. Flayed. You refused the fucking Lord call. Lord, you refused the call. Lord Glover, you refused the call, but Lord, but House Mormont answered, because House Mormont remembers. That only, there's only one king of the... Lord, Lord, the Lord, Lord, Lord the House Mormont answers to only one king, and his name is Stark. Jon Snow is not a Stark, but Ned Stark's blood runs through his veins, and he's the only king that I bow to. 
he is my king from this day until his last day. Which is so good. And then I think it was Karstark stood up, or was it? No, Karstark is, is against oh, sorry, no, him. I apologize. No, no. Who's, who's the, who, Manderly was the first Manderly's one. Manderly's the first one to stand up. He goes, Lady Morma speaks harshly and true. And true. And basically he says... I completely agree with her. I did refuse the call, and I apologize, basically. I apologize to you, Jon Snow, who led us, or led the North. You are the king of the North. The White Wolf. The, the king, of the, king, king of, of the North. King of the North. And then another and then, one. And then Glover stands up, and he goes, I refuse to fight with you, and I will regret that till the day I die. And that's then, all a man has is all a man can admit is his wrongdoing or you know he goes he goes you have nothing to apologize what did he say he has like, nothing to apologize my lord yeah something like that and it's so awesome that pulls Johnson, out his sword the king of the north the and king then drops of the north. his fucking and then sword fucking lady Leona Mormont the onion knight stands up Davos has this big smile on his Curly face fucking stands out like all of them just yelling out the king of the north the king in the, the north the king of the north and it was king of the north it was. It felt so much better with that King in the North than I than it did for me with Rob Stark Agreed, King in yeah. the North. Agreed. That was really cool with Rob Stark, but the payoff with the King in the North for John because it means so much more as a bastard-born child. It's just like I just want to. We had more dude. time to grow with Jon Snow than we yeah, did Rob Stark. Yeah. I know, Rob Stark didn't, didn't get enough much. screen yeah. time. I actually, I really did love that scene with Rob, and it gives me chills and all that. Yeah, yeah, I love but the just, scene. It too. was just with Jon Snow. It's like we've seen so much of the shit he went through. I want to know how he's gonna fit. How he's gonna? Do you think they end the series without him knowing about his parentage? Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Please don't. The do only that. way he's gonna find out is by talking to Bran. Oh, Bran's coming. He's coming. Bran's not going to stay up there. He's right now. He's at the wall. And then he's going to get on to Castle Black. And then the dude who is now the Lord Commander, because I'm not great with names, is really, like, best friends with John. And he's going to be like, oh, bro, you need to go to your brother. He just took over Winterfell. Bam. He's in Winterfell next season. And then... So that's true. And then he takes over dragons and he wins the day. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the end of the series. That's what's happening. I can see it because I kiss. Yeah, that's another thing that we saw was Benjen taking Bran and uh, Mira to um, the Weirwood tree closest to the wall. It's the same Weirwood tree that Jon Snow and Samuel Tarly swore their vows yeah, from. Yeah, swore their vows to, yeah. And he takes him there so he can see another vision. And he goes, I can't go any further. There's magic runes built in the structure which of the wall. Which was a theory, which they fucking, that was a, that was a theory, and he fucking said it because it was Brand Brandon the Builder, which Brand is named after. It's sort of like named after, um, besides his uncle that died. But you get like this whole thing of wait, magic was put into the wall so that the White Walkers created by the fucking children of the forest, the fucking like the first gods or whatever, the old gods. Uh, they can't get through because there's magic embedded into the foundation, which we're like, whoa, we that's sweet. <laughs> Go around the wall. Dude. Go around wait, wait, the wall. We're, ta- we're talking this. This is the- they're made of ice. This they is- literally Listen, float. Like this- they don't float. <laughs> First off, this Whatever. is it's hard to get around it because this is Trump Stark uh, we're talking about. No, I'm looking and at Trump the map Stark, right now. Trump Stark built the wall. Okay, Trump he wanted to make sure those fucking no good. Dirty job stealing night Whatever, kings dude. and others they could didn't roll, come around. <laughs> they could he roll would... right through the Bay of Ice. I mean, I bet you it's made of ice. I bet you the entire thing is ice. They could just no. be like, oh, boop. No. Lies. They would need ships. Why? To... They're dead. <laughs> Swim your ass over. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up? 
What if they did yeah. do that? They, they bring the what ice. They? they bring the ice. What so as that, that would actually, whoa, 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 whoa. that would actually be really cool. Is if the Night's King they're goes to the water and the water's freezing as they're walking. <laughs> he touches the water and it freezes. Or he's walking like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the water's freezing, freezing as he's as walking, walking above him or yeah. before him. That would be so cool. If it happens, we said it here, hey, folks. We said it here. Oh, right. on, on, it happens here. <laughs> the Night's King and the other others. The other others. <laughs> the others, 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 motherfucking others. And the other White Walkers are going to freeze the water and walk around the wall. It's going to be really anticlimactic. Well, we built that for fucking nothing, didn't we? <laughs> but it's going to lead them right to Winterfell. I'm looking at the map. It goes Bay of Ice, and then it goes... Deep wood moat, and then it goes winter. Deep wood moat, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so yeah, there there's, we go. There's a tower. We get, we get that, and then. It's over. Okay, so. But, uh, Wait, hold on. Let's, I'm going off. Okay, let's finish first. I want to go off on some crazy okay, tangents. We're going to take it back. So so <laughs> then we go back. Let's say we go back to Danny and Tyrion. We get we get the series. Uh, uh, sorry, varies. <laughs> yeah, did you get it? Varies. Like that's so many implications. Like, man, how is what is he? Like, he's not even legitimized, really. I guess this makes this counts a legitimization. I think this counts. No, it's gonna be go down in history as the first bastard to ever be King crowned a king. And his sigil, I saw someone online saying like, the sigils usually when he, when like a bastard has a sigil, it's reverse coloring. So it's going to be oh, like a white wolf on a black banner. Oh, dude! Fucking awesome. That would be the <laughs> sickest, dude. The sickest. Could you imagine him with a fucking thing and then ghost? <laughs> the white wolf too, because they foreshadowed that. They, if they keep do that. Getting to play. The they white think wolf. They need to at least include five seconds of ghost, just so I know that the motherfucker's still alive. Like what Seriously. the ghost fuck? is still alive? They, they fucked just, up. Yeah, they, that's they the one. Up. That's the one complaint from both these episodes. He should have been sitting next to John. But okay, so Ben, after he says King of the North, basically Sansa's smiling because she's just realized her fucking oh, right, little bastard finger. brother is now King of the North. She and looks she, right over her little That's finger. a huge thing, though, you, you need to touch on because, like Adney has stated before, Sansa and John weren't like buddy, buddy, brother, and sister. That's why, why that scene. They hadn't even seen each other since John left to the wall until he she came to fucking Castle Black. And that was such an emotional scene for me because yeah, so, they stopped in front of each other and hugged each other. And you're so, like, really, John's full name would be so John of the Houses Targaryen and Stark, the Resurrected, the first of his name, the White Wolf, King of the Andals, the Roinar, and the First Men. Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, Protector of the Realm, the Prince that was promised, Ex-Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, Lord Winterfell, Warden of the North, King in the North, Beater of Bastards, Friend of the Free Folk, and Knower of Nothing. Jesus! <laughs> who put that? Who made that? Is I you don't know. That's good, though. What's up, Danny? You ain't got shit. That is so cool, dude. Danny ain't got shit. Danny, you only got like three names, bro. Look at, the, look, at, look at the thing, though. What did you say? Heavy breathing? <laughs> after after that, it's a picture of Danny and it just says, heavy breathing. <laughs> Why? Because it's like saying all that at once or whatever? Because it's, like, it's like her name. She's like, yeah, dang it. Oh, okay, yeah. Because her name is that long. She's all <laughs> fucking, her vagina's all wet. So then uh, Sansa's smiling. She's excited. And then she looks over at Littlefinger who's leaning against the wall and he's just staring at her. And right there, she knew. You she realized tell, like, immediately. That's great acting, too, there was man. No like, dialogue. Peter gave her a look. No he dialogue. Didn't say nothing. Yeah. And you could tell, oh, that motherfucker's up to something. He's like, because this is going to get in his way of being on the Iron Throne. And what's that's that's his main goal. That's always been his main goal. Yeah, your is... goal needs to change, player. <laughs> yeah, player of the game of Thrones. <laughs> Not really. He just needs to keep his friendship with John because John will go and fuck up King's Landing. 
maybe he just wants to be independent in the north yeah, he doesn't exactly. want to be he doesn't want to yeah. so if peter's the fucking dude with them he'll be like fucking take it <laughs> here you can have it you know he'll pull some shit like that because he's like ned and he's all honorable and shit he doesn't need shit but then <laughs> okay so from there we get so we go back to Tyrion talking to Varys, and Varys is basically saying, I'm going to go on a journey, right? You know, this oh, is... Yeah, yeah we saw that a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. Varys saying, I have to go have a secret little mission. Oh, okay, that's... A couple and, episodes, okay. There yeah, you and go. he takes off, and that's all we know is he's And going where he went was... He went to Dune. And uh, what we find... What we see, we see the quick scene, and we have Lady Olenna. Lady Olenna. Uh, Which we Marjorie's all love. Grandma. Marjorie's She's grandma. like an older Leona Mormont. Sassiest <laughs> book. She is. She's oh, and, uh, you know what? Just for the sake of it, <clears throat> she can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen her when she was young? No. The actress Diana Rigg? Hottie, dude. Yeah? Hottie. Like a mother... Anyways, she's... um. She went uh to the water gardens in Dorne, and she's speaking with Ilaria Sand and then the three fucking Sand Snakes, which I will remind you makes no goddamn sense because they have no right to Damn, rule for House Martell. Dude. She's cute, for sure. Oh, oh dude, she's fucking hell. Yeah, she can definitely she can get hell it. hell get it. <laughs> that bitch is fucking sorry, sorry, ridiculous. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're listening. I'm sorry. We just had to... You can't drop a bomb on us like that. My and then little fair will penetrate her flower, dude. Not even joking, bro. Pollinate her up, bro. I will fucking... I, <laughs> I will deflower that rose, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Anyways, um, what we get like from this episode is that Ilaria Sand is the ruler of Dorne, which like it makes no sense because she's a bastard. Like you can, unless your name was Martell. If you were, if she was actually married to Oberyn, that would make sense after Doran's death. And if they kept it a secret how Doran died, then yes. But this is so stupid. It's like they don't like they just don't give a fuck so hard that you're not even following the rules that you set in your own fucking universe. Like, you're fucking up. Like, what... And here's the thing is, in the book... So then it can't be rated 10 out of 10 because they butchered that so Yeah, here's the thing is, it should have been Doran. It should have been Oberyn's older brother, Doran, or Doran, however you want to pronounce it, who... Because, okay, in the books... All right, so... In the books, he never dies. Both in the books and in the show, Doran hasn't done jack shit since Robert's Rebellion. They lost their fucking princess, Elia. She was raped and murdered. And they haven't, they, for 17 years, they didn't do anything. And that's why everyone's talking shit like, oh, they're fucking pussies. And people online who've only watched the show are calling Doran a fucking pussy because he, for fucking almost two decades, he didn't do anything. His fucking sister was raped and murdered. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't want to do anything this whole time. He's a fucking pussy. Yeah, what? He's the master of the game. I bet you he was just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, 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 everyone's yeah. all, the Sand Snakes may have been like lame, but at least they wanted to do something. But here's the fucking truth: is that whole time that Dor that Doran wasn't attacking, all the lords wanted to attack, but Doran was telling them not to because he was planning and plotting with Varys, with Ilario, the whole time with the Targaryens. He wanted the Targaryens to come back. He was saving his strength. He didn't want to uh, attack now and then risk losing to the Lannisters and the Baratheons, who are now allies. Also, the Reach. They were way too outnumbered. He's like, I'm gonna play the long game. I'm gonna be smart. He had Oberyn exiled already, and he knew when Oberyn came back, he told Oberyn, he's like, I need you to be calm. I need you to follow my plan. You cannot attack them oh, yet. Yeah. I, he's, like, he's like, he refers to himself as, I am the grass that hides the viper. And that was his oh, whole plan. Oh, that is gangster! Name of the podcast, The and Grass That Hides the Viper. And in the, <laughs> books, in the books, he's not dead? 
No, he oh, is. I'm reading the next book. He's still alive. Because remember, the next book is being Because remember, also. Like what me and Steve remember, we watched the episode when we heard about Varys going on his little adventure. Me and Stevie thought they were going to do a book storyline in which Aegon, Rhaegar's son, survived, wasn't killed, and he's been raised in secrecy. We thought, me and Steve were like, oh my god, Varys is going to go get they're Aegon. They're bring him the, the because, rightful heir. He's the rightful heir. Because check it out, Doran, Doran, yeah. Doran, Doran, Doran knows about that. He also has... How in the, the books, in the books, does he know about John too? No, is he no, that crazy? No, 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 no. Daenerys, the, the but he does, he does have three children in the books. He has Tristane, uh, then Quentin, another boy, and then he has Ariane Martell. Okay, and Tristan is kind of a nobody, but and yet they made him the only kid in the show, and he looks like a fucking Jonas brother. Mm. Made me so fucking furious, dude. That makes me so fucking mad. Anyways, he, what he his original plan was to marry Quentin to Daenerys. Oh. Right. Or marry Ariane to Aegon. But yeah, his that's daughter, what he, he wanted it, to reestablish this connection of like, no, we are with you, the Targaryens. We swore to you, not to them, and fuck them, we hate them. We're going to do whatever we can to help you out. So for these 17 years, and I think it's like 12 or 13 in the books, but for those, for all these years, he hasn't been making a move because he's been planning the long way. He's been helping the Targaryens grow and get older and trying to get this re- restoration back along with Varys, along with Illyrio. And even more, so, the, the, the Sand Snakes as well as I think maybe his fuck daughter. They almost fucked up. Doesn't they that just pin, well, like, listen, fuck this on. series. They almost fucked up yeah. his plan. Yeah. They, they almost <laughs> fucked up his plan by they wanted to make Marsala queen. Of West yeah, Ariane Martell, like he didn't want to tell anyone his plans because the more people you know, the more people who know, right? You know, yeah. but yeah, Ariane Martell ben, actually Benjamin Franklin. The only way to keep a secret if between three people is if two of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Same thing. <laughs> Ariane Martell, Ned Stark, bam. <laughs> Ariane Martell is this very like spirited woman, and she's like, I'm gonna do what I want, very Arya esque, and she was like. Fuck that! I'm gonna have my own plan. She got with the Sand Snakes, and their plan was to make Marcella queen and all this other bullshit. Like we need to do something because he's not doing anything. Because they don't Doran, know about his plan. Doran stops him, and then he finally tells Arianne his daughter his whole plan. Then he ships her off to Essos with Quentin so she can learn about everything that's going on. Plus, he's sickly, so they assume he's gonna and die that's out. Leaves you. That's that's as far as he. Has, you I think are he has gout. In the books, I think he has as like, far as the books are. I think he has like a, the gout or whatever. His yeah, legs he has are, gout. Yeah, he has gout. the gout. And these what's big, the gout? His uh, legs are all fucking huge and like he can't walk. Gout is like you can't. The guy that meat. was all pretty. Yeah. The they killed the sand snakes. Killed. Yeah. The, the, he had the gout. He had He's gout. in a wheelchair. Yeah, he has gout in the show too. And he, he, they like show him, they show him, they show him what's fucked is like they show him walking, yeah, kind of yeah, in the show, but like in the books, I guess he only he's just in the books the only in the books the only time he gets up is to hug his daughter, and it's this really emotional moment, and that wasn't in there because the showrunners do not give a fuck about Dorne. So, Why? No, I feel like out. that's so, one of the best relationships it is one of the that you can establish so, within so, the series. That's they so want crazy. they want Marcel. So like like I said, his daughter got with the Sand Snakes, and they want to make. And there's also a member of the Kingsguard that went with Marcel to Dorne. As, he yeah, breaks his fucking vows and starts fucking Dorne's. Ariana uh, Martell. Yeah, Ariana Martell. She, mar- she purposely seduces him because she's like, I need to get close to Marcella, so I'm going to seduce her Kingsguard and trick him because I'm way smarter than everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> so she then they they're trying their her father figures out their plan Marcella doesn't get killed she's not killed she gets an ear cut off i believe or something like that in the book from a she whole other character that once again this character it belongs to house dane 
um, and he's trying to steal Dawn. He's a bad guy. He's the one who cuts off Marcella's ear. He's not at all mentioned in the in the show at all. Yeah, so she's still alive. So Mar- there's, she a lot still of char- has- there's a lot of Dornish characters that are awesome that are not in the show at all. So they then, picked the worst character. And then basically, Tristane. Yeah. They then, gave you that. The ba- Jonas brother. Basically, so he finally says his plan and then he ships his daughter off along with uh his the Quentin. Um so there you go, you're like, oh wow, that was all book four. Book four takes place basically all in the south, and it's Wait, all about Dorn waiting to attack. Did when has he contacted Danny yet? No, uh, no, but he's been f- giving, he's been helping her along but, the way. But secretly, wait, 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 Danny how, doesn't know. What? Danny, Danny doesn't knows know. Varys, and Varys knows. Danny barely knows Varys in the sh- in the show. No, she's but, just about to find out about all this. Mm. Varys is actually not even with Danny. Neither is. Ah, uh, fuck, I'm what? not sure. No, I think I think Tyrion. <laughs> uh, wait, I think they might. So, uh, did you read all the books? No. So I just like I you, know like the overall storyline. How do you know the storyline? That's I, from I the know lore. About the overall, no, not the, from the lore. I read about like the overall storyline, oh. like what's going. To so happen. then, um, so from there, well, okay, we're, like, we gotta go take it back. Basically, to the show. I read so, all I, the book spoilers. So after, so we we're going off on the Dorn storyline, which we love. We'll just do a whole podcast about it. But so Varys ends up like Queen of Thorns. She's talking instead, to the yeah, Sand Snakes. Instead, she ends up. She yeah yeah said the Queen of Thorns is talking to the Sand Snakes, which she, she, I thought would be way cooler if she was talking to um Doran, because if. Because we could have had well at that what we got in the show was Ilaria going I'm gonna like okay, first we got the late the Queen of Thorns smashing those and snakes just like yeah fuck yeah we shut we, your little cunt asses up they all they all had half of a line of dialogue <laughs> and they were all delivered it poorly these are really bad actresses like so annoyingly bad at acting yeah they're shitty actors and she got she told them all to shut up which we all wanted to do forever just shut the fuck up your fight scenes are horrible your acting scenes are even worse your monologues are garbage everything about you is bad your boobs are kinda nice yeah they were nice did all of them show their tits no just no uh, it's just one oh that's so cool though it's there's uh, nice. just Nim. Basically, you uh, have anything else to say? Okay, let the grown women speak. <laughs> and then Lori, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, to the Queen of Thorns. <laughs> and, and so, every episode, someone's gonna get it. I know it's so good. <laughs> and uh, Ilaria, I never really liked Ilaria that much. There's a couple of lines like in season four, where I was like, oh, I kind of like her, but. Never really was all about her. Even though you named your cat after her. I love the name. <laughs> the name is amazing. The character is not so much. Because Abby course. thinks he's the viper and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Okay. Da- Dr. Daddy, the first of his name. The, the red viper. <laughs> the, 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 the red viper. <laughs> Whatever, man. You, everyone Whatever, knows. man. <laughs> Lannister ass King of the Ilaria and the Andals in <laughs> the first man. We know what house you would be. Come on. What? There's no bald people. There's a lot of bald people. Jealous! Would you say what house I would be? Remember I told you, you would be House Lannister, he would be House Baratheon. No, wait, I don't have hair. You don't need to have hair. What? You have to have hair, bro. Look at Robert. Great head of hair. Look at look that at That has nothing Baratheon. to do with it. Oh, Stannis! Bald! Boom there! Stannis' his little brother. What's up? Stannis' brother has the beard, and Stannis, or Stannis, or Renly Stannis has the beard. Stannis is bald. There's a lot of okay, you, are, you are the, the middle recap. son. You are the middle kid. Yeah, you guys did. Finish the recap. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's tangent. It's your fault. <laughs> Anyways, um, Alaria like, rings her bell, and then Varys walks out, and then, like, I offer, I'm offer, i offering you this alliance with Daenerys. 
I've just now negotiated them. I'm offering you revenge. Yeah. She doesn't say Daenerys. Apparently, she. He, apparent, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's what he's offering is join up with Blood this person. I'm liar. offering you revenge. Apparently, he just got there with the Sansex and just now negotiated. Like, that's what would have to would happen. He would have to show up and negotiate for five minutes really quick, get that going, then invite Olena over, then do this all. Like, it just seemed rushed and yeah. kind of like thrown. That seems so thrown together. It did. And I think it would have made a lot more sense is if it was Doran. I want. I wish it would have been Doran who killed the Sand Snakes because he was sick of their shit, and um, it's like you're ruining my plan. Like I have something. Like, like kill him. Like I have something bigger planned, and that's the last thing we heard from Doran. That would have been really interesting if on like season uh, five, I think yeah, it was, yeah. when uh, they killed Doran. Instead of that, he has them all killed from behind, and then they're all dead. And he goes and like basically tells Alaria once again, "I did love you, and I loved my brother's daughters." but I have something bigger planned. And then that's the last thing we saw from Dorne. I think that would have been really cool. So that's all we... Then we're all wondering, oh my God, what's up with Dorne? What's going on with Dorne? What's going on with Dorne? Then we would have been interested about what the fuck is going to happen next. And then the next time we see Dorne is this situation of Olena talking uh, to Dorne. Ten Dorian. episodes later and you're like, whoa, and, I remember. Chekhov's gun. Boom. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a perfect... And Olena, way better. Yeah. Thank you. And then contact been... DB Weiss <laughs> and tell him my contact info. Because I could do, I could do so much magic. But and then like Olena, basically like, what do you, what do you want here, Duran? Like, it makes some crippled jokes. That'd have been great. And about to Duran, and then he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and then I have Varys come out and then reveal to Olena and the audience that Duran has been planning this right. whole fucking time. And that he has had all these plans. But that's clear he's, in the books? He's, yeah, no, well, it's the, 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 the plan is clear in the books. But also, even in the show, saying. which they did mention, because we know Adney has stated that Dorne and House Tyrell have been at war for forever. They hate each other. And she even mentions, I think the last time a Tyrell was here, it, he was assassinated. What was it, like 100? Yeah, yeah. Last fucking... time a Tyrell took, spent a night here, they were, um, 100 scor- red scorpions, scorpions fell on yeah. their bed. Which is like, um, one of the times, like, because the because the Targaryens never conquered Dorne, like they kind of would take over it for like a couple of weeks and then lose it again. One of those times it happened like two or three times. One of them, they made a fucking Lord of Ty- Lord of uh, the Reach, Lord of Dorne, which is that's our most hated enemy. Okay, we'll play along for a minute. All right, here come to come to bed, uh, my lord or whatever, and they put him into bed. And there's this sash, and like they let him pull on it. Whenever he would pull on it, a bunch of women would come out. And fuck him. And so he got all super relaxed. A couple weeks in, he pulls that sash, but it just rips, opens the canopy of the bed, and a hundred red scorpions fell on him and stung him to death. So awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, because unbowed, unbent, unbroken. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that would be really dude, cool. That's the best words ever they, I, of I, the sigil. I think they're, my, they're definitely my favorite. But I think it would have been really awesome if that would have been Doran. He's like saying... Varys come out and then, like, reveal to the audience and Olena that, like, and basically, like, have that have that talk, too. Like, Doran saying to Olena, like, our people have always hated each other, like, all for all this fucking time, but now there's a worse enemy. There's something worse coming, and there's something better on the way as well. And, and here it is. And Varys comes out and talks about Danny, like, we need to kind of be together on this. It's the only way. There's insane people ruling. We can beat them together. 
That would have been so much fucking cooler. It would have made things pay off. It would have gave us all a reason why Doran was the way he was, why he's so calculated. Show, show that he's cerebral. That's what he is. He's very calculating, and he likes to plan things out. He's not a fighter himself. Obviously. He likes to plan shit out well. That's who he is. His brother was the fucking fighter that he kept at bay for a reason. Show us that fucking reason. Don't just make him out to be a pussy who got murdered by some stupid fucking bitches who are shitty at acting. You know? But anyways, after that, then we get the last fucking sequence of the season. And that is, what, like a fucking 500 goddamn ships Dude, together? there's so many Dude. fucking ships. And it's Tyrells, Targaryens, the first, uh, uh, the, the, the Martells. Martells, and then the Ironborn. Greyjoys. Targaryens. Um, but I love the first thing we get. We get, four we get Theon looking up at the new sigil. Because Danny said that Greyjoys will be changed, just like fucking uh, Dothraki will be changed. And he's looking up at the new sigil, the colors being changed, signifying that they are a changed house. And then you get, like, Theon kind of smiles because he is, they're born of salt, they're, they're like salt sea or whatever, so they're, like, all about sailing ships. They're all about fucking warfare with their ships, so they're on ships. This is their, this is their thing. They have the kraken for their fucking sigil. Mm-hmm. And so you get this beautiful glimpse of Theon, which you kind of hate, but you kind of, like, appreciate him. It's, it's like he's still... You feel bad for him. You still yeah, yeah, I you feel, feel bad, bad for him. And you believe that he can redeem himself. Yeah, so I then, don't believe that he's gonna redeem himself, but I feel bad. For him. And then so you possible. get you you get there from clip over, then you get you get a ship of all then you get the next ship of all the fucking shields from uh the unsullied and it's Grey Worm staring off the ship and I got so excited. I was on Grey Worm on a boat! Grey Worm's on a boat! And then you see the Dothraki. Dothraki on the boat. Handling the water pretty well. Yeah, yeah and handling the ship. Like they're working on the ship. They're not just fucking Lollygagging with a Which I think that, that also hits at the timeline. That's Chekhov's gun from I season think, one! I think that hints at the timeline because a lot of people are like, how did this happen so fast? Danny's timeline and Varys and all that stuff, they're like way ahead of everyone else. They're months ahead of everyone else. That's why Varys was able to go from place all the way to Dorne, negotiate, and then by the time by the time he left a while ago. He by the time by the time he got there and negotiated, then they invited Elena over, then they talked again. Then they had a lot. Then, like after like that happened, right after everything else in the episode happened. Then, weeks and weeks later, we get this last sequence of everyone reunited again. Yeah, like when did uh, Marjorie give her got, grandma that note? She could have left. A long time ago. She could have left right there. Boom, straight to fucking door. That's the Bam. thing though. Was at that time, when they, when Elena meets at Doran, she already knows about her grandma, her granddaughter dead. Oh well. Yeah, she could have got a raven, but who knows? Anyways. Um, she's she's definitely out of this. She's probably in the reach. Got the raven and then left. But what we know is it it still took time for Varys, the Dorna ships and the um Re- and the Tyrell ships to sail from Westeros all the way to Essos and meet up with Danny, because Varys is there and we see all the sigils. So they had to meet Danny there or somewhere in the middle so, point. And in that time, I think during that time period, those weeks, they taught the Dothraki how to handle a ship. Yeah. So then, it's a bit of fast forwarding, but it's worth it for the payoff. You can't, you can't, you have to. There's no way you would be able to do it in a chronological order from a film standpoint. Yeah, you were just gonna, you're just gonna conf- unless gonna you want to do those gonna... stupid like, uh, like three weeks later. Yeah, exactly. And even unless you want to do stupid shit like that, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna fucking put it in there, and there's gonna be some things that's just like you're gonna have to. De- How about the next first, the first three episodes of the next season? We don't even see Danny. 
Not once. That would make sense. Then it's like, okay, time has passed. Because now you're letting the other storylines catch up exactly. to hers. It exactly. It make a lot of sense. And I think that she still, I don't think she can go to Westeros yet. I mean, she still has to go to Volantis and pay those fuckers back because they were helping the slave owners, man. They wanted slavery to continue. She need, she wants to free the world. She needs to free the world. Well, yeah. like, so she's in Marine, right? Yep. Yeah. She has to leave the Bay of Dragons, it's called now. Which I should, I thought it would be much better. Dragon's Bay is way better than Bay of Dragons. Dragon's Bay. I think that's just so cooler. Wait, you know what Dragon's Bay? It's like Saber's Bay. Dragon's is, Bay. Where's Bay of Dragons. Shut the fuck up, bitch. You're trying, trying to be original. Trying, trying, trying way too hard. Okay, so that's where... You're telling... Are they going to change it in the where's show? The, I wonder if the intro to the first show when they show all the fucking houses, if they're going to call it Bay of Dragons. Like when they're showing like everything... That would but be fucking smart. That's only if they go back to Marine, though. I don't think they go back to Marine. Oh, okay, yeah. So they only show the opening when it's in, in the only show in the locations show. that they're gonna be part of that episode. Oh, okay. where's the Iron Islands? On the west coast of Westeros. On the west coast, okay. That would make more sense because then if we're thinking about it like a globe and not like a flat surface, that makes more sense. Then I can see they can't. How they, no, they would no get there that west. first. Why? No, because. Here's the thing is, people have tried to sail west from it's Westeros. The sunset Sea. Yeah, people sail into the Sunset Sea and never return. Be- they don't know how long the waters reach. No one thinks that there's even land what's, if what, you keep going west. What's the Red Waste? The Red Waste is the desert. So there's probably just a bunch of dead bodies in the Red Waste. Because the Red Waste is well, here. Yeah, yeah, because that's where... So they're probably the sailing, they're sailing from Westeros and they're hitting that fucking desert and they're just not ever making it back because they think something's going to come and up. Who are you talking about? Comes up. I'm talking about the stupid fucking map and the fucking Ironborns. Well, the red, the, and, and you're trying to the tell red me waste that is, the Ironborns went from here all the way to here? In that amount of time? There's no fucking way. Yeah, they went crazy, the right? other way. They went over here, and then they went right here. No, they didn't. They can't sell they west. To go this way. They why can't to go they east. Sell? I don't understand. Check it out. I don't understand. Why can't they sell Check west? This it's land? a globe. Wait, hold on. I, no, no. Is it a globe? I just fucking told you. I just fucking told you. Because, like, it, it just stretches too far. No one has enough provisions. Apparently, this Oh, you mean the, the too desert's big. too big? Or, or, no, the, or, the, the, or the, on land. The sea's too big. Sailing. The sea's too big. The sea's this too big. This right here is too big. Yeah. Like, they, they, they tell stories about people going west, trying to find new lands, and never returning. And people have gone super far, ran out of provisions, and had to come back and almost died, and said they never found anything, only open ocean. So no one even goes west anymore because they're too afraid. And so they went from here to here, and then... That's they, a lot they fucking also, faster than going that way. And this land, mean, this land globe, stretches... But yeah, like globe. America. It's not, it's not, no, it's not. But if it's, it's, it's not, not our globe. Yeah, it's but not you're thinking globe. of a small globe that ends really quickly. This I'm one thinking so, of, like, Earth. Yeah, I've, but this yeah, is yeah, it could be bigger land. than Earth. Oh, it's look, Jupiter yeah. or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're talking, oh, okay, okay, you're talking, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, you're talking about from here to here. That's like instead of going from, um, okay, I'm going to go from Spain to uh, fucking um, um, like Africa, right? Spain to Africa. Like to the bottom, to South Africa. That distance, but instead, instead of going from how did, but Spain, you don't know how long but instead that of going, is. But instead of sailing east, I'm gonna sail west around the entire globe all the way back. It's not no no no. Okay, people. I'm fucking telling you. Go I'm ahead. Not, I don't know okay. why you're not believing me. All of our listeners, go I don't ahead. Get and look why you're not understanding map, this. Look up the map of the of the West Rose and all that good That's stuff. That's the known world. This uh, is the not the entire world. globe. Oh, That's okay. not a map of the entire globe. That's not you're of the known that, world. That, that okay. what, what is known? 
it is known that that is only known. <laughs> like, look at the fucking bottom of the map. There's fucking continents that aren't even fully mapped out. It's just tips of continents. And this continent, Essos, isn't fully mapped out. That isn't even a full map. The land, there's actually a map even bigger than the one you're looking at. It goes even farther east to the lands of Yi-T. <laughs> there's even bigger lands? No, yeah. you lied. The lands of what? Fight me about it. <laughs> of Yi-T? Well, think about it. It's like Christopher Columbus not discovering America. Yeah, remember, like, East Essos is super close to Westeros, right? So you're going to have a, it's going to be faster to sail east towards it than go west into the unknown where there's, like I told you several fucking times in the past two minutes, people try to sail west and never fucking return. I mean. They never return, Chris. It's just. Think of, the, just, think of think I of, was yeah. just looking at the map, and if you wrapped it around the globe, I it just yeah you're it thinking seemed about like it yeah. would make yeah. sense to just you know Dude, go no, right Chris, on the you're other side. About wrapping this entire map around the entire globe, not this map around a portion of the globe, Correct. and that's the truth. Yeah, it only covers yeah, yeah, yeah. a portion of the globe. I'll There's give you so that. much open water. I'll give you that. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's true. That's sure. nuts. That's then true, so that means like sure. what we see is the world. Say the globe is this big, so they don't even know the whole world. No, not at all. Yeah, this is almost a Pangea type thing where it's like a supercontinent. All the all the land is really bunched together closely, and then the rest of the globe is just so much open water. That's as far as we um, know so far. Okay, I could see that. Okay, thank you. Damn, <laughs> that's all you had to say the first time instead of like. I was trying, but you kept fucking denying it. <laughs> like no, I mean, no, I just, I just because I feel like they're they were the furthest away, and like how the fuck. Did you get there? Well, and also, like, you're you all can't, sailing. Going to, like, yeah, they might. Crazy. They might be going to Marine. Maybe they met him somewhere. Well, I they guess. might be like, going they to Marine. Met him like on the way. But look where they stopped first. So where they are they going to no, stop? No, 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 no. Actually, well, wait, are you talking about? Oh um, no, they were there. Never mind, they were there. In yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. people that like Yara yeah, sailed yeah, from the Iron Islands, and that was a while ago, and it took her a few episodes to get there. But this army between the Dornish and the Reach had a lot, had a little bit less, like, you know, times. But yeah, with Ibn Yara, the reason that she couldn't sell, because you said that Why you the Iron Islands on the west coast of Westeros, they can't. They would rather sell east because they stop in that city, which is on their way to Essos, the city first, before they even get to yeah, Marine. Volantis. They stop in Volantis first, and that's on the way. Yeah, there's you know, no way. You know yeah. that they sailed east. I was going to say. He was saying that they, it would have been smarter to sell west. I thought, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. It would not but have been smarter to sell It's Pangea, so fuck that. Um. Yeah, but so we, there, got, we we end the show with the <laughs> fucking dragons in the see, air. We got to we see, see all the sigils. We, first, we got to see the huge Targaryen sigils all over the ships. Um, the dragons in the, the front distance, of the ships. In the distance, you saw a couple of flower sigils, then a couple of Martell sigils. I didn't see any Greyjoy sigils in that big, but the, the main thing was we got to saw the shadow of Drogon, and then he swoops down. He's like splashing in the water. It's this giant fucking thing. And then you see the other two flying. It's like, oh my god, the dragons are leading the way. The main ship leading all the ships is a huge one with a giant golden dragon head on the fucking bow. That and you look ship at was it so tight. So, I was like, damn. It's like blue and gold or something like that, right? And like Danny is standing there with fucking uh, Tyrion, Tyrion, yeah, and Masande, and she's just like so stoked. Like we are gonna fuck. We're gonna fuck shit up. up. <laughs> We're fucking shit up. We're fucking shit up. And that's <laughs> how it ends. Like they really don't stand a chance. What a great season oh, i man. have to i have it's to say i did not dude, think it was dude, gonna this be isn't that gonna good. be like even a battle this is gonna be such a fucking cakewalk for her a fucking roman triumph <laughs> well it's i mean nothing okay. who does she have to fight who does she have to fight okay 
I think season six is going to be literally her wiping Westeros out. But I think she's going to be making alliances. I think her and Jon are somehow going to make an alliance. Yeah, because she can't wipe out Westeros because that's the land she wants to take over. She wants to be. She wants to bring her name back. Season she seven can't fucking destroy is against people. the White Walkers and the others. And that's oh, that's, what's gonna that's smart. I didn't even think of that. Good fucking job. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So yeah, but season, they'll probably fuck it up. Seven, and, like, I, or, I, mean, I think that's what six, should happen. That make that would make the most yeah. sense. You can do the whole entire next season just in her getting Westeros. You can do the a couple Night's glimpses of the closer, White Walkers yeah. getting closer. Maybe you could do crossing the bay, like like we were saying earlier. That would be pretty cool, or not. And then season seven, it's, it's the final battle, yeah. and I want her to lose. I want the White Walkers to win. <laughs> because because I'm a fucking negative person. Because George writes <laughs> like that. Exactly. I feel like the books are going to have a negative ending, but I feel like the show is going to have that typical... Hollywood like, happy-go-lucky ending. But I hope not. I don't know. They said they are going to... It doesn't even have to be happy said, if it's just a little... They said they were going to do the ending that George told them to do. Huh, so George isn't George finished writing the books, but he told him how it's going to end? Yeah. So he told him, like, if the White Walker's going to win or he's, not. And he said that the winning, the end is going to be very bittersweet. So I think Danny's going to die. That's my guess. Yeah. Cause she the be, one person. She's yeah. the beginning. She's the arc of the story. No. Danny is... No! No! The Starks are everything! Well, sort of. <laughs> John, John, sort of. I, no, well, Jon Snow is a better because he's part fire and part ice. He's part, you know, Lyanna. And he's part Rhaegar, so it makes sense that you know Song of Fire and Ice. He's more to that, but she's more Azor High, which means that she would make sense for her if she's like the hero to sacrifice herself or something, because it's got to be bittersweet. And she's like the perfect. Wait, hold on. She would be perfect as ruling, which is why we can't have the story in that way. Azor because then you won't get any other stories to, after that. Azor Hyde's supposed to kill himself? No, it's not him sacrificing not, it's not himself. Not necessarily, but it's just like you know. It's a you're hero. the prophesied hero. The hero sacrifices themselves, and it be it, she lives forever in time. So yes, she might be the best ruler, and yes, she might die, but she will live forever in the history the way, books of Westeros. By the way, she's sterile. What? Yeah, How she can't have that? kids. She even yeah. says that what? my dragons are the only kids that I'll ever have. I mean, she says that, but and like and uh and the witch only... and the witch was like saying is like oh. when will we walk again? Oh, when the sun rises in the west, that's in the east. When mountains blow in the wind like leaves, and when your womb when your womb can actually give live birth again. Like basically saying, yeah, it's always gonna be stillborn. You're child. always gonna be stillborn. That's why mother of dragons because she can't be mother of childrens. Children's. <laughs> Children's. Um, but that's going to end it for the alcohol cast. We, uh, this is our bonus episode. So uh, we want to say uh, wiener, 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 wiener,